Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I got bronchitis. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. This man used to go to Sheets at 6 o'clock in the morning and get bacon, egg, croissants. I mean, I may, All right? I may still occasionally well, do that. Well, okay, yeah. that's fine. But it was a daily occurrence with you. Yeah, it Now was. you're dropping some pounds, you're working out, you're eating some Greek yogurt, and some smartass on Twitter wants to tell you it's not healthy for you. Screw you. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Got a big program today on campus. Mm-hmm. All the news and notes you need coming up at 448. A special Wednesday edition of Jason's Beef. <laughs> and it's Wild Card oh, that's right. Wednesday. That's you buried you know what the, the lead special there. wild card is today. What's that? The special wild card is Teddy's working. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Usually, Teddy takes the day off on Wednesday and ignores us completely. Yes. But he's out of PTO days, and here he is. Here he is. Look no, at him in the flesh. I'm not out of PTO days. It's just that everybody else was on vacation, basically. Ah, and I, I see. I couldn't get it off. Mm. Send us your wild card Wednesday questions or thoughts on Twitter, at ManBone971. You guys run the show today. We like it when you do that. And we like to hear from you. I mean, I, I've got something for Wild Card Wednesday. I can hold on to it, or I can ask it now. We can do it throughout the show. Well, let's uh, let's open the show. All right. You know, I want to stay on track here. Oh, yes. We're let's professional broadcasters. Because I know you'll ask me a question, and then it'll last the entire segment, mm-hmm. and then this segment's ruined. So yeah, that's not what we want to do. Let's All right, ruin it I will with ask sports that question hot later. takes. All right, let's get those out Big of the way. Big Ten Media Days continues today in Indy. Kevin Warren, the fake commissioner of the Big Ten, talked yesterday about more potential expansion, something I said made sense. (laughs) And of course, new reports just happened to surface, speculating on the teams that the Big Ten is targeting. A report from the Action Network. Action Action Network. Network. Uh, Says schools being considered by the Big Ten are... Get ready for this one. I'm ready. Notre Dame. Whoa! We Whoa, haven't heard that one before. Hey. That's a shocker. Where'd that come from? Oregon. Oh, my gosh. And now some more crappy Pac-12 schools and a few ACC schools. Washington, Stanford, Cal, and then Miami and Florida State. All right. So I know you called those other ones crappy, but I will say. if you, they you ended know up, what I mean. Now, if you end up with Cal and Stanford, I guess that would be slightly disappointing compared to all the scenarios not, we've had. They're not expanding if that's what they're doing. No, I would think not. I would think it's any of those other Pac-12 schools you mentioned. It's Notre Dame and or Oregon and one of those other schools, right? Like, I think it's either that 
Or maybe they convince the two Florida schools from the ACC to jump ship and go get on the Big Ten bandwagon. Which also, just in case any was unclear, they're not changing the name of the Big Ten to the Big 20, the Big 30, whatever it ends no, up being. The, the name is the name. It's the Big Ten. It's, it's always going to be the Big Ten. Uh, I can see them doing two and two. I can see them adding four more teams. I can see them bringing in Notre Dame. And the next logical thing to me, if you're going to take a Pac-12 team, is to take Oregon. But perhaps they take Cal because maybe this pacifies some of the pissed off people in the state of California. Like the governor. Because the whole storyline was, well, how can UCLA split from Cal? I mean, they are satellite institutions. They are run by the same board of governors or whatever the hell they call themselves. Regents. And so how can they split from each other? Maybe to make nice, they take Cal, bring Cal over here, shut the California people up. Even though all the noise about that, like no one says that when UC Santa Barbara isn't in either the Pact over the Big Ten. No, I know that. You know what I mean? Like there's other UC whatevers that are not UC Santa Barbara also wasn't in the same conference. No, I know that. But I'm just saying all of that said, yeah, Cal may be part of a deal that, that helps out. And again, if Cal joins the Big Ten, I'm not totally down on that. It does. It still will, whether people want to believe this or not, it will still continue to make the Big Ten the biggest conference in college football because of the fact that now you have even more people on the West Coast who will pay attention to... I mean, you're going to, right? Are you not more likely to watch USC football when USC is playing someone in the next few years, like non-conference? Of course you are. I would think most Big Ten fans, most Buckeye fans would be more likely to watch a UCLA game or a USC game than they previously would because of the fact that that's going to be in your conference. may not be in your division, but it's still a conference rival. You'll want to keep an eye on them a little bit closer. Whereas before you might have said, ah, it's too late. I don't know if I'm going to watch. That won't be the case now. Cal, Stanford, Oregon, Washington, any of those teams would benefit from being in the Big Ten because there will instantly be more eyeballs in Chicago, Columbus, well, Cleveland. I'm, gl- I'm glad you said that. Pittsburgh, Philly, all those markets will all be watching more West Coast games if that's the case. Kevin Warren goes out of his way to tout the the impact from big cities that the Big Ten has, right? Yeah. Chicago, New York, now Los Angeles. These are all big cities. He'll say Washington, D.C. if it suits him because that's Maryland. He'll play off of that. From that standpoint, Cal makes sense because then they can talk about San Francisco. Well, sure. Even yeah. though it's not technically San Francisco. Rutgers is not technically New York City either, but they, they claim that. Right. And then Miami from that standpoint, too. I mean, you you could be the big dog conference in the big cities. Yeah. Now, how many fans are you actually going to have in those big cities? I don't know. But I said this back in the day, and I was wrong on this. It does not happen often. Actually, it happens very often. But I questioned Jim Delaney when they were starting up the Big Ten Network and they were hot and heavy over Rutgers, and I said, this is stupid. You're not really in the New York market. What are you trying to pull here? We all see through this. Nobody cares about Rutgers. But what I wasn't counting on is that the television executives that run all these networks and run cable companies, you know, back in the day, cable companies actually mattered. They're dumber than Jim Delaney is. And so Jim Delaney walked into their corporate boardrooms and said, hey, we got Rutgers. That means the New York City market's going to want us. That means you got to put Big Ten Network on every single cable provider on the East Coast. And those cable providers looked at him and said, okay, good point. Yep, they did. And it worked out. It did. He was right. I was wrong. And so I may look at this and say, well, you know, you can tout 
San Francisco and Miami, but who really believes you? The answer is sponsors will probably believe well, you. They will, but you know what? There's at least with the Miami thing, there's certainly some truth to that. I, I think what if you can land two more of these, Notre Dame obviously helps this too. But well, that goes without saying. I yeah, mean, Notre yeah. Dame's a national brand. I'm not well, talking but about I'm them. saying if you all right, let's say you end up with Notre Dame, you know, drags their feet and says independence is important to them, and then the Big Ten's like, well, screw you, and they go with Oregon and Washington, let's say. Well, then Oregon obviously is a big brand, close to national, and, and they fit the bill of school that's good at a lot of things, not just football, right? right. But I know football's what drives it. They are good at that, too. Washington adds the Seattle market in. That whole Pacific Northwest is going to pay a lot more attention to this conference, to the TV network, to any TV deal that involves the Big Ten. You would then have the Pacific Northwest, a good chunk of Southern California, and then all the markets you already have at the Big Ten. Whatever ends up happening with all this, the way that I market the Big Ten going forward and the way they should have stuff running now that says the America's College Football Conference. America's Conference. Yeah. It should it should be this is your this is the national college football conference. It's the Big Ten. Like you are the biggest thing in college football. That's the way they should position it. That's the way they should market themselves. That's the way they should talk about it. And when the SEC says, "Hey, we're better," say, "Great." I'm sure everybody in the South will really enjoy that. Meanwhile, good y'all enjoy Waffle House too. Meanwhile, we're McDonald's. Enjoy. Like Waffle House is great. Everybody likes stopping at Waffle House when they pull through Atlanta. We're McDonald's. That's who we are. So that's going to be in your city, and it's everywhere. You know, Taco Bell would do those commercials, those Think Outside the Bun commercials, where they would show the the hamburgers, always in black and white. Yeah. Looking flimsy, coming off a production line, and then their food is all colorful, and hey, we're Taco Bell, we're having a big party. You're right. The Big Ten should do that. We're America's conference, and then the alternative, black and white image, some hayseed chewing on a piece of straw and a Confederate flag in the background. Yeah, go don't just, be like the other guys. Yeah, go watch that if you want to. If you if you live in like four states in the South where it's 110 and the mosquitoes are the size of your hand, go right ahead. Yep, you'll enjoy that. Meanwhile, the rest of America watches this. This is what we all watch when we want to see good college football. Now. I know Purdue plays in the Big Ten. I know Indiana plays in the Big Ten. I know a lot of schools aren't that great in the Big Ten. I also know perception's reality. Yep. They need to get out ahead of that early and say, because you know where this is headed. It's headed for two giant conferences. And the one that's going to kind of come out on top, yes, it's going to partially be who is ESPN involved with. Because ESPN has shown how they can help make or break you when it comes to your sports dollars. But it's also going to matter what people want. And if everyone is saying, I want to watch this, I care about this, this is important, that's the best conference, yeah, the Big Ten's going to come out on top in that. But I genuinely think you throw in either a Pacific Northwest market, you throw in a Northern California, San Francisco, Oakland market, couple that with everything else they've got, they're going to win the TV battle. The question that remains is, is this all good for college football, good for college sports? From a not bottom line dollar standpoint, but a will this be enjoyable to watch? Will you enjoy seeing Ohio State and USC be a conference matchup? I haven't really unpacked that in my head, I got to be honest with you, because it's still so surreal to me to think of that. I can't properly process it. You know what, though? Depending on what this conference looks like, it could be so big. That may be a matchup that you get once every five years. Fair enough. And so that may not be something that you get every single year. So when it does come around, it's special. Maybe the home and home, they play here every five years, you play there every five years. 
Yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait, are they in this conference? Well, we'll meet up in Indy or wherever the Big Ten championship game is. But from a regular season standpoint, this conference is going to get so big, you're not going to see most of these teams. The other thing I wonder, too, is if they, I mean, they've talked about going away from divisions, obviously, but they're, I, I don't think they will go away from divisions, like you said, if they expand much more, right? They really can't. Because if you, if you don't have some kind of division structure, I would think it would make it a little bit difficult, wouldn't it, to just schedule that many teams? You, you may run the risk of never getting to play any of those schools in the four years you're here. I don't know. But if they do go that route and keep divisions while expanding, that might mean some of the schools that currently are in the other side of the division move over to the east. To your point, I mean, I like the idea of taking first place and second place. Hey, you play in the conference championship game, but let's look at like uh, English soccer, where they take hey, regular season, they take the number one team, there's your champion. Yeah. But they all play the same schedule. Yeah. They're all playing the same teams home and away. New Big Ten would not be able to do anything like that. No. You could have the first place team play a completely different looking schedule than the second place team. And then can you really determine who's the best well, you when have, the schedules are so different? You have nine conference uh, games, right? Currently in the Big Ten? Yes. And we are currently sitting at 16 Big Ten teams. Am I wrong? With USC and UCLA jumping in? Yes. So if you add two more, that's 18. And that means... You could theoretically, you're, you'd be then getting very close with the addition of, you have to get to 20. If you get 20 teams in the Big Ten, you could have a situation, Mike, to your point, where two teams have undefeated records and they have zero shared opponents. Yeah, that's not likely it's to not happen. It's not likely, but yes, it, but could, it happen. could happen. And so I'm saying that might be a case then to go back to the divisional structure. We're not going to know that until they sort all this out. The TV deal is going to let you know a lot. Once they figure out the TV deal, whatever the TV partners want, that's probably what they'll do. Name, image, and likeness not important to college football players. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some delays on 71 northbound at 11th Avenue. It is blocking the right shoulder. Traffic is backed up to 5th Avenue in this area. Please be careful as things get cleaned up. You'll also find delays on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Another five-minute slowdown over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and Tebow. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. And a special edition of J- Jason's Beef, that too, coming up at 534. You said you had a wild card for me. Oh, yeah. So I, I put this out on Twitter as well, and I'm already getting some uh, responses on it. I appreciate it. So tonight, wife and I... We just have our youngest, who is uh, turning three in a few months, but she goes to bed at like 7.30. So the other two are out. They are not here uh, tonight. So we have just a night to ourselves. We're not going anywhere. We're not going out or anything. 
But after like 7.30, we could just sit down and watch a movie. So we, I said earlier today, like, let's watch a movie. And I said, what do you want to watch? She goes, I don't know. Because we never get to, we always have someone up talking. We have kids. We're watching their movies. We're watching family movies. We want to watch something that like grownups can watch. Yes. Okay. So I'm thinking like at least a PG-13 or an R-rated movie. Now, <laughs> I find my own time to watch those. I don't need to she watch She doesn't them. want to watch it with you? I don't know. She might. Maybe she would. We throw How that in the know? mix. Maybe yeah. you're right. Maybe she would. We throw that in the hopper. See what happens. Kama Sutra tonight. Mm, there you go. So here are the requirements that I have for the movie tonight. Uh, PG-13 or R rating, or I guess above. Throw that in the mix too, right? Uh, it, I'm not doing superheroes tonight because we've we've watched we like superhero movies we watch lots of superhero movies those are usually what we watch we want to watch something not totally a kids cartoon movie we'll watch that with the kids because they seem to like those so no superheroes and then around two hours or less that's the I think that's the trickiest part around two hours or less around two hours or less because there's so many movies where they're like oh yeah watch this movie it's really great it's two hours and forty five minutes no. I don't want to watch that. And I you're don't... asking me? I don't watch anything. No, 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 no. I'm throwing it out to the people. You can oh. tweet me. At Degenerate T-Bone. Let me know what you think. Well, tonight is a big night on QVC, if you want to tune in. <laughs> I know it's you're in the not. the kitchen with David on I'm Wednesday I'm not asking nights. you for movies, because you, you won't I don't watch, watch anything. anything. No. Ted, you still watch Ted movies. Watch, but you here's like the movies. thing, man. You can't listen to his recommendations, because Teddy likes everything. <laughs> I just recently watched uh, on Netflix, The Gray Man, with... Uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, I bet Chris you thought Evans. it was great, right, Ted? It was pretely damn yes, good. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been—it's like the second, like most watched movie on Netflix this year. How do you know? I just read an article and they, they talk about. That's the thing is they tell you. <laughs> you don't know. Well, why would they lie about it, right? Yeah, right. Why, why would they lie? Why would they lie? Why would they, they prop spent- up one of their things and say everybody's watching it? Please watch <laughs> the one it. They, they only spent millions of dollars on yeah. to make the movie, right? Yeah, it's about two hours long and it's an adult movie. Okay, check it out. Man. All right, I think we have a different idea of what an adult movie. When no, I hear no, no, you, you mean say grown adult up, movie, you mean I, I call that a grown up movie. An adult movie is exactly right. You go through oh. the vinyl or the little swinging saloon doors at yeah. your local bookstore. That's it's, yeah, it's not that type of movie. No? <laughs> it's not an adult movie. Okay, <laughs> it is a grown up movie. Yeah, <laughs> I've already got so like Bacon House said Blazing Saddles. Seen it. We've done that. I I've watched Blazing Saddles dozens of Leave times. Leave it to Bacon House to give you a movie that's forty years old. <laughs> Yes, probably, probably older than that, I right? So, yeah. Yeah. 45 years old, 50 yeah. years old. Uh, my buddy Darby says Hot Tub Time Machine. I've not seen Hot Tub Time Machine. But that I, one's only 20 years old, probably. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Father Panda, Matt, says Green Street Hooligans. Seen it, made her watch it. She was fine with it, but that's all. We've done that. Uh, Steve says Bob's Burgers movie. Is they made a movie of Bob's Burgers? Yeah, I, just I remember seeing yeah. the commercials yeah. for it. Was it good? Did you watch it? No, I'm, I've never watched that I show. So. You guys are all wow, anti-cartoons that, over here. Yes. I forgot watched. everybody's anti-cartoon on this show except me. <laughs> no, I watched The Simpsons and uh, Family Guy, but okay. I'm not into Bob's Burgers. All right. Well, you can add that into the Wild Card Wednesday discussion if you want to. You tweet that at us. I'm just wondering what, uh, what I should watch tonight. So help me out. All right, players don't care about NIL. On three recently surveyed 85% or 85 of its consensus top 200 high school football recruits about how potential NIL deals affect where they're committing to college and how they'll operate in the space once they get there. The survey found that 30% of respondents would consider going to a school that was not a perfect fit from a football or academic standpoint if a good NIL deal was waiting for them. 30%. I thought that number would be higher, but... 
Maybe they're lying. When asked to rank what was most important for their decision, players overwhelmingly prioritized coaching staff and NFL development with NIL deals ranking sixth out of seven options. Of recruits surveyed, 31.8% said they've been in contact, contacted by a collective, while only 11.8% said they've worked with a lawyer on an NIL contract. And 80% of that group said they reached out to a lawyer rather than vice versa. So again, these aren't jabrones. These are top 200 recruits. Right. And 80% of them are saying they have to contact the lawyers, not the other way around. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's probably a good thing that it's going that way, that they are contacting the lawyers instead of the other way around. On that 30% number saying that that's the, what was that, the most important thing was NIL? Were they no, they said they would consider it. Oh, I see. Okay. They didn't say that was the most important thing. Okay. It said uh, NIL deals rank sixth out of seven options. When asked, what was the most important for you? NIL was at the bottom of the list for most players. The two thoughts I have on that are, one, that number's probably changing rapidly. Probably. In the next four years, go ask that question again of all the incoming freshmen after this freshman class is now seniors. Well, CJ Stroud had a gold Rolex on at uh, Big Ten Media Days today. <laughs> so, Was it a deciding factor for him to go there? No, but I'm going to get... He wasn't getting recruited when they had name, image, and likeness deals going on. Not at first. No, right? but what I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, we watch Big Ten Media Days, but some of these top 200 recruits, or at least they're aware of it, yeah. they'll flip it on and be like, hey, man, that guy's got 25 grand on his wrist. What else has he got? Exactly. What else does he have if he can afford to do that? Now, the other part of that that I was you know, going to bring up is that it very well, let's, let's take all those comments and let's take this survey at face value and assume that this is nobody is hedging, nobody is lying, everyone is saying what they really feel, and they're not just saying the good football guy thing, which is like, no, I, I just want opportunity. I'm hungry. I don't care about money. Fine. I'll believe you for the sake of this argument. When I was 18, I would have said probably some things like that. I probably would have been a little bit more idealistic if I thought I was going to the NFL. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I thought I had no chance of ever making it to the NFL, things would change well, very all quickly these, for All me. these top 200 guys think they're going to the NFL. That's, that's what I mean. So while I agree that that is important perspective, perspective because yeah i mean the recruiters it doesn't matter what these guys think whether it's the best decision or not they're going to have to recruit based on what they're getting from the recruits right they the the guys whose job it is to land the number one recruit or the best quarterback in the class their job is to know what appeals to that guy and get him to then sign with their school but the reality is if that is a hundred percent true that the most of these students are not considering that in my opinion that is just the stupidity of youth because the best thing you can do for yourself is to go after the money when they're offering it to you. This does not mean go join the live golf tour. I'm not saying that necessarily. What I am saying is if you've got two schools that you really like and you like the coaching staffs and everything's equal, well, right? That's what I mean. Don't like, don't go to a bad situation no, with a stupid coach. No, but any, any school that's going to be worth its weight that you're looking at, if you're a top 200 guy, is going to have decent coaches, decent facilities, good chance you can get to the NFL. If one of them says, oh, by the way, we've got our stuff together when it comes to name, image, and likeness, and we've got $2 million waiting for you by your sophomore season if you can do this and this and this, you got to think about that. And if you don't take that into consideration, quite honestly, someone should pull you aside and say, hey, man, do what's best for your future. Stop trying to be, you know, 
Mr. Football Guy and, and ignore everything else. You need to get this money. You do not know what's going to happen in your college career. Fox gives us an update on the new Big Ten television deal. I will tell you what they had to say. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that Kenny Road north and southbound between Kinnear Road and Woody Hayes Drive. That is closed due to a gas leak in the area. Please avoid if possible. The crews are on site to repair the gas leak, but it will remain closed until further notice. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Protect All Insurance with offices throughout Central Ohio. They're out of this world for best grades and service on auto and home. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Visit ProtectAllInsurance.com. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Tweet us at manandbone971. Any question, any topic... We'll consider it. We'll discuss it because it's Wild Card Wednesday. Um, I've got one for you. This one is just for you, Common Man. Uh, Gary says, what's your favorite Harry Potter movie and favorite character? Um, you know what I like? I'm a sucker for time travel crap. So I liked the third one, The Prisoner mm. of Azkaban. I liked, I liked that one. Okay. I don't know if I have a favorite character. I like uh, Hagrid. Oh, right. Robbie Coltrane. There you go. Very nice. Yeah. I know very little about Harry Potter, so I'm just nodding and going, uh-huh. All that right, sounds whatever. awesome. It's like you when I talk Star Wars. Teddy, have you seen Harry Potter? When they first came out, I think I saw the first two with my nephew, but that was you know years ago when they first came out. I think so. we should watch them all together. Maybe we should. <laughs> we should right. rent out a theater. I would do that. And the three of us just watch it all together. You know they okay. do that. You know the movie theaters are doing that now. They got signs. You go. I know you haven't been to one in a while, but uh, they've got signs all over the place. When you walk in there, they're like, "Hey, you! We have empty theaters. Please come out here, pay money, and have one of these theaters for you." And it's not like host your corporate gathering. It's would you and your friends like to watch a movie of your choice? We'll rent out a theater and do it, and then they tell you how to go about. There's a website usually you can go and do it. We should. Speaking of Harry Potter, there is someone that I know and that you know too who loves Harry Potter even more than me. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be out on August 12th. And that's a Friday. You're going to be out that entire week. But specifically, yep. August 12th, a Friday, is just a two-hour show. I'm on from 3 to 5 because the Browns are playing a preseason game ah, gotcha. that night. Right. And Browns preseason or pregame action starts at 5. But I'm going to do a different guest host for the first two hours of the show. Nice. So in the 3 o'clock hour on that Friday, 10 TV's Adam King. He's very handsome. Mm-hmm. I've never worked with him before. I enjoy the banter that we have off the air, so we'll put it on the air for an hour and see if he's any good. If not, you'll never hear from him again. I'll make sure he, I kill him. You're actually not going to let him be on 10 TV either. No, at that no, point. no. He's he fired from gone, the whole company. Yep, the whole thing. But the special guest host with me 
the four o'clock hour that day, our old friend, Harry Potter fan, Lori Schmidt. Lori's coming back oh, in. Oh, yes. Hello. I said, I can't do it Whoa. now because I'm so used to doing the queen. No. I got I to get back get in, in Lori Get Lori. Come on. Woo. There you go. You're still too low. No, this is Lori. You got to get higher. Come on. I got to work on it. Yeah, that's bad. You're out of practice. Lori's ringtone was the Harry Potter theme. It was. She's a very big Harry Potter fan. And I'm I'm thrilled to know that she'll be back in here in the yes. studio. That's awesome. I'm, just, I'm so happy that Lori's coming back in here. Yeah, that'll be a blast, man. Well, I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, let's see. What other, what other wild card Wednesday things do I have for you? Uh, well, you look, and I'll I'll, I'll pay off on my. All right, tees. that's fine. Do All your right. thing. Uh, Big Ten shopping for a new media deal. We know this. Fox Sports will continue to be the primary rights holder. Yet the deal is not officially done. Fox Sports president Mark Silverman told the Athletic today that he expects the new media rights deal for 2023 and beyond to be completed in the next few weeks. He said, "I would be surprised if it goes to Labor Day." Kevin Warren said yesterday he expects it done sooner than later. Now, we heard this a couple months ago that the deal was pretty much done, and then the expansion took place. That changes things. If they're working on more expansion, and everybody seems to believe that they are, I would assume that would delay things further. Unless they're pretty far down the road and expansion is introduced to us like tomorrow. Yeah, maybe it's even the idea that they've... (laughs) They talk to the TV partners and basically put something in there that says, we need a deal done so that we are locked in on what we have now. And let's have a little uh, trap door, basically, that lets us all reopen this. If we, with your approval, add two more teams in the next couple years. Well, right, maybe not a trap can- door, but maybe... If this happens, then it's worth this amount of money. Yeah, maybe there's wiggle room to it. Maybe they, quite honestly, couldn't they have gone down the road and said, uh, if it's Notre Dame, it's worth this. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, if it's Oregon, it's worth this. If you get Miami, one of those schools, it's worth this. Each additional school that we add, you know, maybe they listed the schools in tiers. Yeah. Because obviously Notre Dame's not going to bring you what Cal brings you. Right. I'm saying maybe they had that already worked out to say, yeah, if, if you bring in one of these schools, we just automatically activate this clause. If, you right. know, and again, I don't know how you could do that, though, because then, well, they, maybe Notre Dame would want to say in that, but uh, maybe they should have got with the program a you little know, earlier. Why don't you just cash a check and shut the hell up? I'm tired of them, them wanting to know, say in anything. That was the first thought I had was, well, they may want to say something about it. And then my second thought was, who cares? Here's what I would do. I would Two power conferences, Big Ten and the Hillbillies down south. Notre Dame wants to stay independent. Congratulations, you're not in the playoffs. Oh, I You're not eligible. That. Go to hell. You know, Chops actually had a really good uh, thought today on uh, their show on Bishop and Friends, which go listen to him and Breeser and obviously Bo Bishop as well. Nine to noon right here on The Fan. But he brought up, he said, these group of five schools at the least. And I don't know, maybe you could expand this to everyone that's not Big Ten SEC in a few years. But the group of five schools, why not have them play for their own national championship? Doesn't have to be another division. Doesn't have to be anything like that. Just say, like, the group of five schools, you could have pollsters, you could have all that. And let's just acknowledge, they're never, you're a group of five schools not going to win a national championship. We know that, right? You're not, they're barely getting led into the playoffs. Why even bother with that with the playoffs? Why not have them just have their own thing? You can still play the big boy schools. You could still be scheduled. You can do all that with me. But then at the end of the day, go through and rank those schools like you do for all the power five schools and just have a top 25 of power of power five, have a top 25 of the group of five or a top 10. 
and then play the best four schools, let them have their playoff. And that would be something that I think a lot of people in college football land would watch. Not as many that are going to watch the actual regular playoffs, but why not have that? And and acknowledge that the group of five is just in a different tier of football than what this new era is going to. Uh, here's some wild card Wednesday I have. Trevor says, Chaco Tacos, do you love them or not? We do love them. We talked about it. We're, gonna We're bring them sad back. that they're leaving. We're going to try to work to bring right. them back. This is our new thing. We brought you back bagel sandwiches at McDonald's. We brought you back the Cajun rice at Popeye's. Mm-hmm. I thought of another thing, by the way. Okay. When I was in high school, I wrote Dave Thomas of Wednesday's fame a letter. Because at that time... Oh, yeah, I remember this. At that time, the spicy chicken sandwich was a limited time item only. And I wrote him a letter, because I'm a nerd and a fat ass, and said, hey, I love this sandwich. Please put it on the menu permanently. He wrote back to me, included some coupons for some free spiced chicken sandwiches, and then two months later, boom, permanent item. You were the so one. So I'll take credit for that, too. You were the one. You wrote that letter, and now we're, we have it forever. We'll go to bat for you on the Choco Taco. I've seen some people on the Choco Taco, though. There's people with a little backlash to it saying, oh, they're just doing this to drum up interest so that they'll sell more of them. They're going to bring it back. Don't fall for it. And I I have had that thought. I mean, I I understand that theory that maybe some of these restaurants and and businesses that make food are going to realize, hey, if we act like we're taking something away. What? So what's the alternative? Pretend like you don't care and then they don't bring it back (laughs) and no one gets to eat them again? No, but the idea is like more companies may say like, oh yeah, we're taking away this thing you love. So they sell more of it and then it becomes this marketing thing. All right, fine. Look, I'm the most jaded a-hole in the world, but sometimes these people are just that stupid and they take things away and there's no grand plan. Well, let me ask you this. What would be the food item from any, and, and you could chime in on this too, for Wild Card Wednesday. What is what is the item from, name your fast food restaurant. Like you tell me the restaurant and then you tell me what the fast food item is that if they took it away, people would be out in the streets. Like for example. You'd be devastated. Wendy's is a tough call because you just brought up the spicy chicken sandwich. That's one that I think if you took the spicy chicken sandwich away, people would be up in arms but over it. That or the Frosty. See? You take the Frosty away. I don't know which one would get more people upset. I'll tell you what. Junior Bacon Cheeseburger pissing people off, too, if that goes away. I think, at the very least, those three items, any one of them, would have people losing their minds. Thank you for hijacking the show today, because now I'm going to be obsessed with this. I'm wondering which one of those, just from Wendy's, which one would be the one that's the most outrageous? What is the one item that you would lose your mind if it went away from a fast food place? Spicy potato soft tacos. Oh, Taco Bell. Spicy mm-hmm. potato yeah. soft tacos? Yeah, they do yeah. that. I've never yeah, had they that. Tried t- they tried taking it away, lost my mind, they brought it back. <laughs> it's a dollar. It is. It's a dollar for a delicious little spicy potato soft taco. Uh, how I never had this? You've got to try I don't those. know. All right, I'm going to go get one. I'm leaving the show right now. I'm going to go get one right now. They're like deep fried little bundles crispy. of joy, crispy, mm-hmm. and then they put all this taco stuff on it and you eat it and it's delicious. All right. I need to dive into this topic completely coming up next. (laughs) Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for some slowdowns on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Plan about a five-minute backup in that area. And traffic is slow on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Tap those brakes. It's going to be quite some time. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Protect All Insurance with offices throughout Central Ohio. They're out of this world for best rates and service on auto and home. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Call 1-833-PROTECT. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. On campus is coming up one hour from now. All the news and notes you need. A special Wednesday edition of Jason's Beef. At 534, it's also Wild Card Wednesday. Well, we were just talking last segment. Thing you take away from a fast food restaurant that people would lose their minds over if they took it away from a certain fast food place. I bet you at Arby's, you take away the curly fries, people are out in the streets over that. Well, what about just like the regular roast beef sandwich? Well, yeah, but that's the obvious one, right? I'll tell you what. Arby's has some other delicious sandwiches that involve no roast beef. I love the roast beef at Arby's. Yeah, I would get the roast beef at Arby's. If, if, you you took, if you took away roast beef from Arby's, though, it ceases to be Arby's. But yeah, I've, of course. All right. But outside of that, outside of taking away their core, I guess you're right. McDonald's, Big Mac. Well, that's what I mean, though. You can't say outside of that. Well, <laughs> that's in play. All right, fine. I guess then the roast beef just wins at Arby's. But close second would be curly fries. Well, I've, I got some people... You know, slipping in my DMs telling me I'm stupid that I love curly fries so much. I don't. Because they don't. love the crinkle fries what? at Arby's. I would put you in jail. <laughs> I, if you came to Arby's and I worked at the speaker and you said, I'll take some crinkle fries, I would just put you in handcuffs, throw you in jail. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with crinkle fries. There is something wrong with crinkle fries at Arby's. Yes, because Arby's already has the superior fries. Go to jail. The curly fries are great. I would lose my mind if the Big Mac went away. Yes. I'm sure it's different for... I'm sure some people lose their mind if the Quarter Pounder went away. I would... Uh, I would. Ooh, that's tough, though, because I, I probably... I say I like a Big Mac, and I do like a Big Mac, and I order it from time to time, but I much more often order a Quarter Pounder with cheese. That would actually impact me more when I go if they got rid of the Quarter Pounder. Teddy, what's the one item for you at McDonald's? If they took it away... You'd be devastated. At McDonald's, to me, just would be their French fries. Right, so if the oh, fries go away, that call. devastates I, you. I love call, McDonald's French fries. I love I, them too yeah. when they're made properly, which is five percent of the yeah, time. Yeah. Well, but I mean, if it was like the the McNuggets, I mean, I could get nuggets other places. Yeah, but you can't quarter. get those nuggets. Those nuggets are something. They, yeah, they're, they're they have a very specific but, taste and yeah, texture. But to me, the fries are unique to me. Although I did like the nuggets better when they used like you know ass meat in them because now it's like oh white meat nugget i don't want all white meat nuggets i want I like, like testicle pieces whatever the hell you were doing before i like that better chicken testicles whatever i don't have. care i you know what though your point about nuggets is well taken if you have younger children i'm assuming i know at our house that's how this works for a lot of people i know that's how this works maybe we're just weird the people i know but if you have kids under the age of like 10 nuggets are a thing for probably one of, if not all of your kids at some age of your, their life, right? So I could see parents being very upset if they took away nuggets. If like the Big Mac went away, they might be personally like, oh, that sucks. But all oh, my kids can still get nuggets. Fine. I'll find something you else. Know, my daughter has no interest 
in no? McNuggets. She's had them, but she always wants cheeseburger, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I always ask her, so what do you what do you want? You want you know Happy Meal with McNuggets? Or you want Happy Meal with cheeseburger? And she always says cheeseburger. And I asked her why recently, and she said, Dad, if I want chicken, I'll go to Popeyes or Canes. <laughs> and I said, What a wonderful response! That's that is. good. That is good. I like how you give your daughter choices too when it comes to the food because we're just like you're eating nuggets. This is the other stuff's messy. Well, you have three of them. I only have one. I know. That's but also there's been an age thing where like as my kids got over eight, nine years old, they started branching out like Ava, my middle child is nine and she now is on cheeseburgers and completely nuggets are not a thing for her. But the two year old still loves the nuggets. She's big on nuggets. So we're still sticking with those. What's uh? so Leanna said, what was it? The spicy potato taco. Which is an interesting call. At Taco Bell, which I've never had, and I, I can't believe I've never had it. If I had to pick a, a Taco Bell item, it would be the cheesy gordita crunch. I was going to say the same thing. If that thing. went away, I'd lose my mind. I don't get that one nearly as often as I should. But you're right. It's that thing of knowing it's there, that if it went away, I'd be devastated. Well, and sometimes it's not there. Sometimes I get a glimpse into this dystopian future where it doesn't exist. Because I'll go, and I'll order, and the response is, Well, you don't have the flatbread to make that. And I'm, I'm just, I'm deflated. I'm devastated. I know. Even though without the flatbread, they could still make the rest of it for you and you could just have a hard taco with all that same. stuff in it. But it's not the same. It's not You're the right. same. I know. I know. It's exactly. that contrast of the crunchy and the soft mm. with that, so whatever Baja sauce they yeah, put on the there. Baja sauce is great. Oh. They melt the cheese in between the two to glue the two shells together. Well, I'll ask you because I can't stand Burger King, but I know you go there. Yeah. Well, you see, you probably can guess what mine is. Even though the Whopper is original their thing, chicken sandwich, original chicken sandwich. You take that away, I I'm throwing hands. I'm walking in there, and not fighting them. I'm fighting. I'm going to their executive offices, and I'm finding whoever made that decision, and we're throwing down. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if Popeyes eliminates the chicken, that would be a problem. <laughs> all right, but they did they, get rid of the Cajun rice. That's true. They that did. was a big deal. But all right, but if they said. You know what? We've done some market research. 83% of people who come in here, they don't get the spicy tenders. They just get the regular oh, tenders. See, that would devastate Right. Me. If they said all the spicy... Te- now, they wouldn't because it's... Their whole thing is Popeye's Louisiana cooking. We've got the Cajun flavorings. That's what you're here for, the spice. But if they said spicy tenders are gone, no one eats spicy tenders, that would be... I think one that most people should be, whether they know it or not, they should be outraged by it. Ryan Day met with the media today. You will hear from the coach coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Just a reminder that Kenny Road north and southbound between Kinnear Road and Woody Hayes Drive that is closed due to a gas leak. There are crews on scene to repair the gas leak, but please avoid the area. This will be remain closed until further notice. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Stop by Mattress Firm for a summer Black Friday deal. Save up to $600 on select mattresses from top brands of Queens starting at $149.99. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Extra large, extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. On campus coming up at 448. Jason's Beef at 534. You will hear from Ryan Day in mere moments. And of course, because it's us, we're talking about fast food. Well, it is a wild card Wednesday here on the show. I don't have my thing up here. How do you? Wow, 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 wow. Okay, fine. Uh, so we, as part of that, posed the question, if a fast food place, name the fast food place, if they took away something off the menu, you would lose your mind. Like we lost our mind when the bagel sandwiches went away from McDonald's. We, of course, helped bring those back to Central Ohio. Correction, we and we alone Led the we effort. We didn't help. Yes, we, we did it. We led the charge. It's exactly right. Take credit. Uh, so Chip Dip said, if Wendy's took away the spicy nuggets, I would think about lighting myself on fire in protest. All right. Understandable. Josh said, going way off the board here, but I'm setting things on fire. So not himself, just other things. Setting things on fire if Panda Express ever takes away their Kung Pao chicken. When you really love something. It's devastating. Maybe yeah. that's your safe place. That's your happy place. Mm-hmm. You got a crappy job. You hate your family, whatever. You go to get your Kung Pao chicken. You sit in the car. You stuff it in your face. You feel better about life. Yeah. Well, I know when I was a kid, I felt this. And it was, again, with McDonald's. Because they had McPizza. They had a McDonald's pizza. They were little personal-sized pizzas. In my child's brain, in me as a child, my brain... It was the best pizza ever made. I'm quite sure if I had it today, I would say, eh, it's fine. But they took it away many years ago. And I just remember the first time I said to my dad in the drive-thru, I want one of those McPizzas. And he said it to the cashier and the guy goes, oh, we don't have them anymore. They're gone. And I was just, and then it's like, what do you want? And I'm like, "Uh, I want a place to go and cry. That's what I wanted. I wanted to get out of there. I didn't want to be anywhere near that Nothing else would do. No. So that's why you are the way you are. It's a bad feeling. Uh, my buddy Joe Tardy sent me a text and said if they got rid of the filet fish at McDonald's, oh, yeah. he would kill himself. Well, <laughs> because, because he says there's no other fish equivalent. Other places have fish sandwiches, but there is a specific taste to that yeah. that other places do not replicate. Well, they have that bun steamer, don't they? That's like specially oh, made. Now, where see, they, now you're, they you're, make the soft Now bun. I'm aggravated here because I don't know why. On the filet of fish, they give you that perfectly steamed soft bun, yeah. and they do that for nothing else. Every bun should be in the steamer. Everything should be like a pillow from God. <laughs> Why aren't we doing that? I wonder, though, have they tried that and said, this is so great. Let's test it with all these other sandwiches. And then they did, and they said, oh, no, this does not work out well. I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying that that would be the case. I wonder if they didn't have that idea and tried it out and said, oh, no, people do not want You're this. It will be gross. Credit. They don't have any ideas for anything. I do have a fast food story for you before we get to Ryan right. Day. Yeah, go ahead. Now, if this were to happen in America, all the stories would be, look at those fat-ass Americans. Oh, my God, they're so disgusting. But because it happened in Korea, it's, huh, interesting. What are they doing in Korea? So KFC Korea, uh, they like to dip their chicken in sauces. Yep. There. Okay. Fine. Yeah, of course. You know, like fried chicken, dip it in sauce. They have a new sauce to dip chicken in. This is not something that is from, you know, the dessert menu, but people are using it to dip their chicken in. This is specifically made for dipping chicken. 
It is a blue sauce, and it is a mint chocolate sauce. Oh wow! To dip the fried chicken in. Wow. Yes. I. You know what? I've never thought of putting chocolate. As far as I can remember, never thought about putting chocolate on chicken, but I'd give it a try. It's sweet and salty. Always a good combo. So now TikTok users in South Korea are going to KFC and trying this and putting it on TikTok. Well, I definitely really want to go to South Korea. Would you try it? Yeah, 100%. Would you try a mint chocolate sauce? You know, one of my favorite like tastes that I have, and it's something that is very simple, but those, uh, you go to like Olive Garden, they give them to you, those chocolate dinner mints that are, you know, wrapped up in little foil. You I think they're Andes or some brand makes those yeah, too. Yeah, I like Andes. But yeah, they're just chocolate mint little things you can just put. I love that. So if you melted that down and then said, now dip some chicken in it, how could it be bad? You would, um, it could be bad. It, well, it, you're right. It very much could be bad, but I would give it a try. <laughs> All right. That's and different. I would be very excited to try <laughs> All it. All right. I would try it as different than how can it be bad? You know what? Does anybody do a mint chocolate shake? Someone has to, right? Because maybe you, I'm saying it wouldn't be quite like that, but if someone already does a mint chocolate shake at a f- fast food place. Yeah, who just, uh, I was at, uh, does Arby's do S- that? Swenson's does Oh, one. Swenson's does. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you go get one of those and then drive through your favorite chicken place and get some either chicken tenders or nuggets or whatever you want and then you mix the two and see how that goes all right ryan day ryan day big 10 media days today talking about defense we have to play winning football and and that starts with with stopping the run um i think that this uh off season has been excellent in terms of them installing the defense in terms of schematics i think our new staff has done an excellent job and and jim with the linebackers perry with the safeties tim with the corners and and obviously larry up front uh they come back with a lot of experience you know almost the entire defense back um and really you know almost the entire rose bowl team is back from last year so so that's exciting. So we have a bit more experience there. So that, that, that part's good. But no, a new scheme, uh, new coaches, uh, all of those things are new. And, and I, I think going up against them in the spring and then seeing what's happened this summer and now into the preseason, it's been exciting to watch. There's just a, an aggressiveness about them. Uh, but in terms of expectations, I mean, yeah, we expect a top 10 defense. I mean, that's what we want. And, uh, you know, when we've played our best football, it's because we played really good defense and we've been balanced and played complementary football. So, um, you know, we want to obviously stop the run to begin with and, and then go from there. But uh, we expect a top 10 defense. I hope not top 10 in the Big Ten. No, I, he doesn't mean that. I he didn't think he did. But Top 10 in the country. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. About. You get top 10 in the country, I feel better about that 92% Wisconsin. That I was talking <laughs> yeah, about yesterday. Right. I, I get if, that. if you can tell me this Buckeye defense will be top ten in the country, where's the title game this year? Where, where are they playing that? I forget. Book your flight. But, that's right. Book your flight. I hope it's in South Korea so I can go try those nuggets with the chocolate mint sauce. Mmm, yummy. Let's go. CJ Stroud here for mint chocolate chicken. <laughs> I would try it. I'd have it in I a got minute. It. Let's go. I got a gold Rolex for go endorsing right this. Hell yeah, brother. Let's do it. Uh, here is Ryan Day talking about, what is he going to talk about? What do you want? Uh, do you have anything about how, how good last season was or how bad last season was? Does he have the thing about? Oh, I want, here's one ex- expectations. All right. I like this one. Yeah, I think this is what we're, I, I, I hear. I hear all the time about us crazy Buckeye fans and our stupid expectations and why do you think that if you lose one game, it's a failure? Here's why. Every year, the expectations are high. 
you know, and that doesn't change, you know, based on what happened the year before. Um, you know, the expectation is to win them all. And that's, you know, I said that in my opening press conference uh, when I was named the head coach, and that's just the way it is. So, you know, maybe at some places 11-2 and two with a Rose Bowl victory is a good year. It isn't at Ohio State. And so uh, our three goals are beat the team up north, uh, win the Big Ten Championship, win the National Championship. That's that's the goal. Those three things didn't happen last year. So uh, that didn't change this year, next year, or the year before. Uh, just a different team. Yeah, everything he said, good and right, and we all feel that way. He knows who he's talking to. You know, you didn't get the job done last year, and a lot of people would look at last year and say, hey, man, 11-2, won the Rose Bowl. What's the problem? There's a lot of problems. You didn't do those three things. I will say, and, I, and I've had this like in my head sometimes where I've said, am I being too critical, and maybe I should just sit back? Like some people do, right? They're like, hey, win's a win. You can take them when you get them. Yeah, Enjoy them. Go to jail. They're ordering crinkle fries at Arby's. <laughs> right. But I've come to realize this about myself. Now, there's a level this can go too far where you're being so critical of 19- and 20-year-old football players that maybe you need to calm yourself down. But in general, if your expectations are high and you watch a game where the Buckeyes beat Akron by two touchdowns, but they looked awful doing it, and that causes you to then text your buddies and say, what the hell was that? I can't believe this happened. I wish this guy would play better. Whatever. That's how you enjoy football. That's how I enjoy the sport. Some people enjoy it by going out, listening to the band, watching the game, and at the end of the day, they flip up to the scoreboard and go, ah, we won. Cool. That was fun. Who cares? I'm here to drink. That's fine if that's you. But for me, like, yeah, when I watch a game, I'm here to have fun and enjoy all those things too, but I do want to see my team look like they might go out and have a chance to win a national championship. So that's not wrong to enjoy the sport that way as long as you're, you know, not going on message boards and acting like a complete ass towards kids who are 17, 18, 19 years well, old. Well, let me, let me ask you this then. And I'm, I'm half kidding and half being serious because I've heard from a lot of people over the years that, hey, you can't be critical. These guys are kids. You can't boo them. They're kids. And I've never bought into that. I think if you go and you don't like the way they're playing, boo all the hell you want. I don't care. Well, I think yeah, but, general versus okay, like specifically going after one person. Does it change your mind when that... 19 year old you're talking about has $25,000 on his wrist? No. No, because here's why. Because if you're going to structure it in a way, number one, because of the age thing, like if you're just getting out of high school and you're playing football in front of 100,000 people and you screw up, I don't, I don't feel like screaming at you is maybe the best. That's more about me though, right? As much as it is about that person. That's also me not liking who that person is when I'm screaming at somebody, but no, if that guy happens to make a few more dollars here or there because he got an endorsement deal, I can be disappointed. I can even see like, I want to see the other guy play. I want to see some other guy in there. I just, I don't like it when people go after a specific player talking about in the stands, screaming something, cussing. Like, would you be okay with a guy? All right, CJ Stroud makes a bunch of money. He throws three picks. As he's walking off the field, some guy's cussing him out. Like a 50-year-old insurance salesman cussing no, him out? I don't, I don't, that's, I don't, that's I what I'm saying. I think there's a difference between that and saying, I don't like what just happened here. Boo! Well, that's that's what I'm talking about. I, I want to see somebody wrong. else play. Boo! I don't think it's wrong for the fans to to boo the no, overall performance. Firebomb his house no, or throw but a I'm, battery in but his that's, face. That's what I'm saying is you can go too far where some fans think like oh that guy gets money now ah, he's like a pro athlete no but you know what if ohio state starts paying guys a salary and then the expectations go up from there yeah fans are naturally going to have more angst when someone who's getting paid a salary doesn't do as well 
fair or not, you're right. That unfortunately will happen. All right, C.J. Stroud. Here's Ryan Day talking about his approach to the offseason. C.J.'s always had uh, very good leadership skills. He's always had a voice. But uh, once you go on the field and you show credibility that you can do it, it just you, you walk a little differently and, and guys look at you through a different lens. And I think that's been the case. Uh, I think when you're young and you go into a season, you haven't played, uh, you're just trying to figure out a way to complete that first pass, get that first win, and you're just so focused on your job and maybe the offense. Uh, this offseason, he's done a great job of really taking a, a bunch of guys on defense over to his house. He's cooked for them. He's um, really approached it like a coach, and that's what leaders do, and, and that's what really good quarterbacks do. So uh, for a third-year player to take that kind of approach has been great to see. What do you think CJ's cooking? That's a really good question. I have no idea. I don't know what he's into. Like a what pasta? Kind of, I don't know what kind Maybe of cuisine some steaks he on the grill? Maybe. I mean, you know, again, usually you would think college kid cooking for his you know, teammates, I would think you'd have to kind of watch the budget. Well, but no, I mean, it's not. I don't nowadays. think he's serving powdered mac and cheese. He's got some right, lobsters over there. That's good. Yeah, hopefully something like that. Hopefully some shrimps on the Barbie, maybe. Who knows? Love a good shrimp I definitely, skewer. I definitely think he is probably good at it. Whatever he's, I'm, I'm guessing you don't invite people over, a big group of people to cook for them if you're not good at cooking. I got some Jim Harbaugh stuff for you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. You'll find a crash on 270 eastbound before I-71 north side. Please be very careful as traffic begins to build in this area. And more slowdowns on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Tweet us. At Man and Bone 971, no question is too stupid, no topic is too dumb. Uh, I saw this from Pleasure Sauce. My guy. You can speak seven foreign languages fluently. What would they be and why? Do I have to choose seven? Seven? Seven. I mean, God. I'll tell you, I personally have been, I would like to speak a language that has no real basis in, like, English. You know what I mean? Klingon? No, I mean like Spanish, Italian, French, English, they all, a lot of our words derive from those languages or, you know, root words derive from Latin that then all those languages also so you share. So you want to speak Mandarin? Yeah. Like okay. so I would learn to speak something like that in some dialect from probably in Asia or somewhere that wasn't influenced by any of that because that seems very complicated to learn. Uh, I'll, I don't know. I'll pick all the European countries. German, Italian, Spanish, French. How many is that? German seems like it would be difficult, though, too, right? I mean, more difficult than the average language. 
I feel like. That's just because they sound mean when they're saying it. Well, that's true. Wow, wow. That's right. See? You know what's weird about English that a lot of other languages don't have that makes it tough for us when we go to learn them? Is a lot of other languages have male and female tenses. Yeah. We don't have that. Where like a lamp can be female, but a car is masculine or something like that. Like it's it's very weird. Also, Pleasure Sauce added on to this question because I was asking for movie recommendations for tonight. He said, Boner, if you haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, check it out. Oh, buddy. I've seen Once Upon a Time in I've Hollywood. I've seen it. And I don't know if you remember this, Mike, but the story after I was watching that, because at the end of it, it gets very violent and very, very bloody. Did you throw up? I almost passed out. Tecumseh? Yeah, I had to leave the theater. I had to go. No, I'm not kidding you. I got lightheaded. I had to get out of the theater because I couldn't take Jesus, it. How bad is this? Well, it's Quentin Tarantino. I, I mean, understand, it's, it's but not, come on. No, no, it's not. It's not something an average person would probably get that way about. It's me. I had the same problem with Reservoir Dogs when the uh, guy gets his ear cut off, and they don't even show that. It was the screaming, the torture. I couldn't. I left. I had to go. We were at a theater. You left. I got up. Well, there's only like 10 minutes left anyway, but I got up and had to leave and went into the bathroom and just sat there. I literally, I went into a stall and put my head in between my knees and was just trying to like get anything. Like I was so lightheaded. I sat in there for 20 minutes. I eventually, not, I'm not proud of that, but it definitely happened. So my point is I've seen it. Thank you for the suggestion. I've Pleasure sauce. It. All right. What else you got? Uh, let's see. I've got a few other ones here. Like uh, Rimmer's Yapping Dogs tweeted us and said, what are your favorite go-to sandwiches? Mm. I'm pretty basic on that. Mine's just like turkey, cheese, little lettuce. I think he means a specific place. Oh, right? I thought he just meant like if you're going to make a sandwich, how do you no, like I, to I construct? I love the, uh, you know, the Wario's sandwich. They make a good sandwich over by the arena. Mm. If I'm going... Yeah, see, I really like at... Uh, Jersey Mike's. I like their club. I'm a big fan of that. Pretty hard to screw up a club. No, but there's... I don't know what it is. I think it's just because I get it the Mike's way with all the extra stuff on mm, it. That's, extra mm. juice. Yes, I like that. It's delicious. Very good. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was talking about name, image, and likeness. Ryan Day had the uh, the comment to the business leaders that uh, needs $13 million yeah. to keep this roster intact. And Jim Harbaugh was asked about that, and here's what Jim Harbaugh said. My thoughts were, I think we can do more. Maybe we can even double that at Michigan. I think that's possible, and I think it's going in a terrific dis- direction that way. Okay. He also says, I've always been for NIL. I believe players should have a share in the revenue, and I think that's something that's really possible at Michigan. So I think that's where we're headed. But doesn't he also turn into that guy occasionally who's like, we don't have anybody here who's entitled. No one feels like they deserve anything. And Are you really? asking for these coaches to be consistent? Yeah, I that's guess not that's, gonna, that's look, ridiculous look, and stupid. You're Saban's right. not consistent? No, None I know. None of these guys are consistent. I mean, Saban's talking about the death of college football and all this, and you know, then he'll come out the next day and say, hey, our players made $3 million last year. Nobody else in college football did that. Did you see what Bama's doing, by the way, the partnership they have with Fanatics? 
yes, where they're going to have their own store in the in, in the, the stadium, stadium in Tuscaloosa, where you, you can buy players' merchandise, and that money goes directly to them. You can buy their merch if they have like a T-shirt company or something. You can buy those if they've autographed a football. Yeah, you can buy you that. Can buy it in the stadium. Yeah, and they're not the only ones that are doing that. Other schools, I guess, are jumping on board with that. I am quite sure you will see that at Ohio State at some point in the future. If it's not already happening, maybe it is, and I missed the announcement. But yeah, that's. That's going to happen. It will continue to happen. You're right. But the the idea that name, image, and likeness is good for players, every football coach is now, whether they truly believe that or not, every football coach is saying, oh, yeah, I've, <laughs> I thought about that when I was in kindergarten. I thought how that should happen. And I, I'm so mad it never happened until just now. Speaking of Alabama, Buckeyes were hot and heavy over five-star safety Caleb Downs. This is the 2023 class. He was on CBS HQ today. Okay. And he streamed it live where he chose his destination, and he chose Alabama over yeah, Ohio State. Too bad. So he, he faked this out, though. I don't usually watch these things, but I happened to be sitting at my desk, yeah. and a little alert came up, said, live, happening live. So I clicked on it, and he's at the you know podium there. He's got mom and dad next to him, and thanks everybody. I did like at the end, he also thanked himself for working hard. Oh, so he you know what? Thanked himself. Yourself usually doesn't get thanked when you're thanking other people. He had the hats in front of him. There was an Alabama hat in front of him. Because all the crystal ball people said Alabama 100%. Okay. So there was an Alabama hat there. He went to reach for it, picked it up and said, no, 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 and threw it down. And oh. you could hear like the gasp, like, <gasps> were they all wrong? Oh, they were wrong. Who's he going to pick? And then he reached, he had another Alabama hat. Hmm. Underneath the table that he reached for and put that one on. And, I got it. Yeah, but if they, you thought you knew, and you did. Yeah, I will. I will say, and I'm only I'm saying this as someone who played sports in high school. Most jocks, you didn't have a commitment ceremony. No. Uh, what I was going to say is most jocks not that creative. Like the creative types are usually over in the theater department, or they're doing like music, or they're making crafts and arts and things. So like the football guys are like. Oh, I saw someone do that. That was fun. I'm going to copy the exact same thing. And so, unfortunately, you don't see a ton of creativity in these now. Everyone's got to do the same gimmick. Uh, Friday night, Mega Millions drawing over a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Christian sent me a message today and say, we should get one. Yeah, because when it was like 500 million, who the hell needs that? But it's (laughs) a billion now. And we should go out and get a ticket. Melissa said that to me yesterday. She's like, go out and make sure you grab some lottery tickets. And I'm in line yesterday, by the way, and the guy in front of me bought five. Mm-hmm. And, and then I went up and I'm like, I was just going to buy the one. And I was like, you know, let's buy five. And so the girl said, yeah, she's like, I hope someone who just buys a lottery ticket wins it as opposed to these groups. She said someone came in there earlier in the day and they bought $300 worth of tickets because it was a group of people from work. You know, yeah, they all pulled yeah. their money together. I looked at her and I said, well, between me and that other guy, we bought 10. We should be good. I think it's going to happen. I think one of us two is going to get it. But she said, well, if it does, you got to come back in. And I don't know what, like, our, what, what is my obligation if I, if I ever did win and someone has said that to me? I know that was the movie premise. Was that a Nick Cage movie? Yes, it could, it happen, could happen to, to you. you. Right. Yeah. But in real life, like, what is my obligation? Here's what you should have said to her. Because if you win, you're getting a billion dollars. A billion dollars. What's the lump sum? I don't know what it is. $600 million, it's $700 million? more than I have now. Doesn't matter. You know what you say to her? If I'm the sole winner, if I win this entire thing, you, my friend, you cashier later, $10 million for you. I should say that? Yes, you should say that. Number one, it's not going to happen. It makes her feel good for the rest of the day. Number two, if it does happen, who cares? 
You've got hundreds of millions of dollars. You can give 10 to this woman and change your life. I know. Yes, and I would do that. But I'm saying now I've got to just deal with, I got to figure out when does she work? Like, I got to go in there again. Let me tell you something, buddy. If you're the winner, she'll find you. (laughs) You don't have to find her. (laughs) She'll find you. And whatever store sells this ticket, it's like winning the lottery for the store. They they get a bunch of money. They get a bunch of money. That is good. That's very, I I like it when that happens. She'll find her. Yeah. She'll find you. No, but that's the problem is 72 people will show up and be like, yeah, I was, that was, that was me. I was the one. I could. No one else would know about it. Just between you and her. You don't think people do this for every lottery winner ever? Like, hey, I was the cashier that day. Just hoping that they'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess you are. You look just like the person I talked to. And then they get the money. I'm telling you, people get to be so. Excuse me, ma'am. Can you sign this contract just so I know it's you and take a picture with me so we can verify? It's never going to happen because when my brain works, my brain instantly adds more problems to this fictional universe that's never going to happen. You've won a billion dollars. This is a big pain in your ass. I'm the only one that's ever thought more money, more problems. You're right. It wasn't somebody else that came up with that. It was me. I agree. All right. We have a weird like sports soap opera to share with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some heavy backups on I-70 eastbound at 270. It is blocking the left lane. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Hamilton Road in this area. This is an injury crash. Please be extra cautious as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. Why don't you do me a favor? Why don't you go download the podcast. Uh, leave a five-star review if you're service allows. Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever. We are there. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Download it, leave us a five-star review. For everybody that does that between now and Friday, if I win uh, Mega Millions, I will give you $10,000. Oh, All right? wow, look at Everybody that. who does that, I'm bribing you now. You if are. I win, you get $10,000. Yeah, see again, but this feels a lot like, with, with again, much less payoff chance where you told people you're going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated for kids and then didn't calculate what would actually happen when the time came that you would have to pay off. Let me tell you something. I'll be happy to pay up. If I win Mega Millions, I'll be happy to pay everybody. That's good. That's good of you. I'm buying this radio station. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fire everybody. I'll be first in line, I'm sure. That's fine. I'm going to move our ass out of here. I'm going to build us a brand new studio where no one else can come in it ever. I, I I hope I'm here for that because I would really enjoy that. Well, I'm gonna give I'm gonna pay you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's very nice. What did, I, what did I say that I was gonna give you when it was just fifty million dollars? Like six. You said you were going Teddy, to give us hundred million. No, it was ten million. No, it was fifty ten million. Yeah, that was fifty. Okay. okay. Well, you know what? He's lying if, to you. If I he? win this one, 
Twenty million. For twenty you. million. Thank 20 you. Twenty million for you. Twenty million for Ted. All right. You know and what? Twenty million for Leanna too. I'll do. I'll do the same. Twenty million for all of you if we win. And, and, I, and I'll give five million to each of Leanna's cats. Wow. Oh wow. Normal's getting five mil. Normal. And Spaz. And what's the other and Spaz. One? Spaz. Spaz is getting five mil. Five mil. Very nice. Yeah. Good for them. I'm gonna be the only person who wins a lot, like a billion dollar lottery, and goes broke. <laughs> That's right. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Day told a little funny story today at Big Ten Media Days. He was asked, hey, what were you doing when you found out that uh, USC and UCLA were coming to the Big Ten? He said that he was golfing with Chip Kelly at the time. Oh. And he got the the text or the call that, you know, this was going to happen. And he leaned out of the golf cart and said to Chip Kelly, hey, we're in the same conference now. All right. See you later. And then drove away. Wow, that's that's pretty interesting. Well, I know they're they go back a long way. Obviously, they have a connection, but yeah, it's that's a uh, that's a fairly surprising way to handle that. I guess I would want to be like, hey, did you did you know this? And you just well, didn't want to tell me. I wonder how in the loop guys like that are about this because you have to assume that they are. But then again, I don't know. Maybe they're telling the truth when they say nobody talks to them about that type of stuff. Their job is to coach football. Yeah, well, maybe then again, maybe they all, maybe Ryan Day was in the loop on this. Not not from the USC side or UCLA side, rather, but from the fact that probably if this is going on, he and Gene Smith talk. Maybe Gene says, hey, just FYI. You're right. If somebody knew, Ryan Day knew. Chip right. Kelly probably didn't know. Well, uh, yeah, but I'm saying, I'm guessing Ryan Day would have probably caught wind that this was going on. I'm guessing probably there's a couple coaches that probably catch wind of something like this that are at that level with their school. I would have thought Chip Kelly maybe would know too. Maybe maybe he did, and they had both talked about it and said, yeah, we can never talk about this outside of here, but that's what's going on right now. And then maybe that's why he quickly just was like, hey, we're in the same conference. See you later, because he already knew it was happening. All right, weird soap opera. This involves IndyCar. Even if you don't give two craps about IndyCar, I find this story very interesting. Yeah, so Chip Ganassi Racing, this is one of the biggest operations in IndyCar, in racing. I mean, they've they've been very good for a very long time. Chip Ganassi is yep. a legend in that sport. His driver, Alex Pillow, he won the championship in IndyCar last year as a rookie. Very unprecedented, huge win. Good driver, really good driver, really good team. Everything seemed to be going in the right direction last year. This year, things are going well, but... Alex Pillow is now one of the hottest drivers in the sport, and apparently it is McLaren that wants him to sign with them. They have an IndyCar team. So a few weeks ago, there was a story that came out that Chip Ganassi Racing sent out a press release. They said, glad to have Alex Pillow under contract through 2023. We, we've come to the, we've agreed on the extension. They even had a quote from Alex Pillow saying, happy to be with the team and looking forward to this and that and the group of whoever is here. We're all excited to all win. Right, so if you're a fan of, of that group, you're like, oh, okay, well, they weathered the storm. McLaren's not going to get this guy. Yeah. You, They've re-upped with this guy. Well, then then that day, Alex Pillow tweeted something out and said, I never said I was, I, I actually told them I did not want to sign with the team because of personal reasons. And I didn't give them that quote. I didn't agree to any of this. And so that, of course, became pretty dramatic. That's wild. Now we have an e- we have this new bit of info from the Indy Star, Nathan Brown reporting this, that Chip Ganassi Racing filed a civil lawsuit in Marion County Superior Court against its IndyCar driver, Alex Pillow, this week, uh, where they apparently are going after him saying he, he, is, he has to stay under contract with them through next year. They are not letting him out of this contract, and this lawsuit is furthering that attempt to make sure that 
he can't attempt to get out of the contract. So they're suing the driver who is currently racing for them because yes. the season is still ongoing. Season's going right now. Who is going into the facility every single day. Yeah. That is that is crazy. Well, and when you factor in this, right, um, the way auto racing works, the drivers kind of are there. You know, they're, they're the stars, right? But there's a lot of people who work on these cars. Usually these IndyCar operations will have at least 100 people who are involved, whether it's in office work or design or mechanical stuff or whatever promoting the drivers any of that stuff they, they've got a big staff there for each of these cars so he's walking into a facility where the people who run that place are suing him he works for them and this weekend he's going to get in a car and go around a racetrack as fast as humanly possible in that car life is in their hands right i mean you're in a something goes wrong on that car it's disaster could be disaster for him or anybody else so Obviously, he has to trust the people building the car and all that. And, of course, they will do everything, I'm sure, to keep him safe. But what a weird situation where he's got to go out there and try to win races. Imagine if he wins one and gets on the thing and, hey, congratulations. You know who usually comes over in that situation? The guy who owns your car. Chip Ganassi has come over countless times when his drivers win. Gives him a big hug, pat on the back. He's he's very out and front and center at, at races. People see him a lot. He's going to, a lot of times that guy sits on the pit box. Yep. Pit. Right as the driver's pulling in, that guy's sitting right there saying, hey, do this, do that. Now they, they hate each other. So what's the McLaren team have to say about this? Have they had a comment? Like, yes, I we are interested. Officially, or, Ted might know. I don't think they've officially said anything that I've heard, right? I haven't heard him respond to this um, latest, you know, court case that's going to happen, but I know they've said in the past that. They're not going to pay like a buyout for him. That if he wants That's to get right. out of that contract or take him to court or however it works out, that he's on his own and then he can come race for McLaren. So, and there's another article that, that the Indy Star put out earlier this week. And the, the headline of it was, I just hope he's not bleeping up his career. And that was a quote from someone in the industry looking at this bright young star. Now, in between two situations. He's got one where the team he wants to go to says, yeah, you can come here, but we're not paying any money to help you get out of your contract. And the and other teams, current team is saying, him. we're suing you now. So this is for the guy. I want to, again, remind you, won the championship as a rookie. Kind of an unprecedented thing. Kind of a very difficult thing. Bright future ahead of him. But again, as I said earlier in the show, more money, more problems. That's how it works. You don't want to be successful, apparently, in my mind. You just want to be very average, and then none of this stuff ever happens. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. You'll find a crash on Fifth Avenue at Nelson Road. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful as traffic begins to build in this area. You'll also find slowdowns on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. That's a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of loaning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, under 22 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Elmiana Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. 
as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up at 448, a special Wednesday edition of Jason's Beef with our guy Jason Stark at 534. We'll get his tales from Cooperstown, because that's where he was. And when I spoke to him this morning, he had no power at his house. Mm. So we'll see if he got that back. I said, uh, I said to him, a man of your stature should have a generator. And he said, in another dimension, I have a mustache and a generator. I see. And I said, well, can that guy come on the show today? And he'll I'd also, rather talk to him. He also, that version of him, also brings us roast beef before every segment. Absolutely. So that would be great. Right. Uh, Jaguars linebacker Josh Allen, not the quarterback Josh Allen, was asked what it's like working for Doug Peterson as opposed to Urban Meyer. Oh, that should be fun. And Josh Allen said... It feels good to be part of a professional locker room, not only when you're in the locker room, but when you're talking to the coaches. It's a professional setting. He's talking to us like grown men, nothing but respect. Mm. Mm-hmm. What a shock. Remember, E plus R equals O is the first three letters to erotic. And then you kick your <laughs> kicker you, in the sack. You kick your kicker in the sack and go to your own bar and start feeling up ladies. There you go. His hand was just out there and she backed oh, into that's his right. hand. Oh, I forgot. He just had Come his on. hand just there and she mm. just came right over yeah, to him. That's what right. What's to do? Yeah. Somebody puts right. an ass in front of your hand, you massage it. <laughs> Is that right? On okay. campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Feeling the heat? Call the experts at Logan Services now for hot deals on train air conditioners. Bone. Well, he's one of the most successful coaches in college football history, and he's a giant child. Grown man baby. Not a shock. Penn State football coach James Franklin, he's still coaching. Uh, he said about his new president and AD at Penn State. Those are two different people. Athletic director is Pat Kraft. Uh, I don't remember who the president is. I don't care. Either way, the point is he says now they are poised and positioned to go out and compete for championships. They are? Yeah. I was going to say, what's it like like, Penn State fans at Big Ten Media Days? No one's talking about you. You're completely and totally irrelevant. Uh, Franklin told ESPN for the first time the alignment is the way it should be. I mean this in total respect. We're doing things and making decisions to move past. It's not all in response, which is what I've been living with for eight years. We're finally at the at the point where it needs to be, and that's powerful. What so, is he talking about? What does that mean? I don't know. He's saying that now they're working together as opposed to they're being proactive versus res- waiting for something to happen and then responding to it. Whatever. All I know is I'm sure it's a nice thing to say after the team basically punted on finding a better head coach and just signed you to a 10-year deal in November. So, yeah, he's he's going to feel pretty great about that. He's going to say that everything's going great. Will it actually be going great? Who knows? By the way, uh, it was at his school, you might remember, Penn State, where the players met with the union, the College Football Players Association. Uh, they're, the guy who runs that is a guy by the name of Jason Stahl. 
Did you see the story about how that all went down? No. How the meeting happened? Because the coaches were not involved in that. It was a player-driven thing. That's usually how these type of things have to work. So the players helped as Jordan Stahl, or Jason Stahl, him too. As Jason Stahl puts it, he said the players smuggled him into the meeting room where there were 100 players gathered at 7 o'clock in the morning. He had his what he called his all-day presentation that he whittled down to like a half an hour to try to get this all out there as quickly as possible. The players listened. He said a lot of players, you know, like what they heard. But here's the crazy thing. It got derailed. The the meeting ended abruptly when a strength and conditioning coach just like walked into the room just because he didn't know anything was going on because there wasn't supposed to be anything going on there. It's it's wild to me how that apparently went down. Uh, and that's what prompted last week when we heard all that stuff from, you know, Sean Clifford and the Penn State people. They were going to meet with the Big Ten and they're not going to meet with the Big Ten. The point of this all is in that in that presentation, Jason Stahl had said they think if they can keep things on a timeline and if players will start to agree to this stuff, they want to start negotiating next year for health care and, and player rights and things like that in 2023. That sounds optimistic to me. I think you've got a long way to go before they can get there, but that's not going away. I can guarantee you that as well. Uh, speaking of name, image, and likeness and money and stuff like that in college football, this is a weird name, image, and likeness deal, but you know I like it because I like auto racing. Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall is doing a name, image, and likeness deal with Darlington Raceway. All right, let them live. Uh, Coastal Carolina, not far from Myrtle Beach. A lot of people who go to Darlington for NASCAR races a lot of times will stay at Myrtle Beach because there's a lot of hotel rooms. It's not that far away. So they thought, let's make this a cool partnership. So they've made it a year-long commitment to him where he is going to be the face of promoting their crown jewel event that they have on Labor Day weekend, the Southern 500. But he will continue to promote them on his social media channels and all that for the next year. They also, I think, have a race in the spring, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, he apparently is going to be able to get some money from that. Good for him. My parents are in Myrtle Beach. Are they? Let me tell you what's going to happen. What's going to happen? They're going to come back and tell me how crowded it was because that's all they do. Oh. My parents are the people that go to Myrtle Beach like on spring break. And it's like, oh, my God, it was so crowded. Hey, we went to Costco at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. It was so crowded. You're retired. Yeah. Why are you going to these places when other people are going to these places? Right. You should go in the off times and go however you want to. Oh, right. It's the grocery store. It was so That pizza place, it was 7 o'clock on a Saturday. It was so crowded. <laughs> Oh, my God. That sounds good. What are all these people doing? Same thing you're doing, dopes. I, li- I like how this turned into a way to like bag on your parents. I was going to say, fine. but these people at least work for a living. Yeah, right. That's why they're all they going They only have a certain amount summer. of time to yeah. go out and do stuff. You're retired. You do nothing. Right. I would think the time to book is if you're them, go to like the second week of September when everyone's back in school. Yes, exactly. College is back that's in. when, that's you, when go. you go. And it's still hot down there. Anyway, longtime Iowa coach Kirk Ferentz says college football is in, quote, a really precarious place. And he's talking, of course, about all the different uh, rules that are in place now. He said there's just a lot of vagueness, a lot of uncertainty. We really don't have a firm structure. We don't have a basic set of operating rules. I don't think anybody right now can really explain the NIL in detail, what you can and what you can't do. I know you can't entice recruits, but it sure seems like maybe that's going on a little bit. There's just a lack of overall clarity. Here's a trivia question that's going to seem fairly obvious because you just were talking about this guy. Who is the longest tenured football coach in FBS? It's got to be him, right? It Kirk is him. Ferentz. It is Kirk Ferentz. When he, was it like 2000 or 99 or something like that? Is that when he got there to Iowa? Am I giving him too much credit? When was it, Teddy? I think it was a while ago. 
Ted's so mad right now because he has to look things oh, up. Oh, man, I thought we were going to break. I'm going to look it up, too. What's going on? When did he get there? When did he get there, Teddy? Come on. Yeah, 99. All right. Paul knew it. There you go. Paul knows everything. He's the Oracle. Why didn't Paul just host this show? He's better than us doing it. He did oh, one time. Answer, he'd actually have answers for us. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on 5th Avenue at Nelson Road. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here. You'll also find some slowdowns on 670 Westbound between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Traffic is backed up there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach spin classes. Gusto supports the people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is, is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. A special Wednesday edition of Jason's Beef with our guy Jason Stark coming up at 534. And it is Wild Card Wednesday. That's right. I've got quite a few here. Uh, this one from Jordan. He said, all this filet fish talk convinced me to leave work and try it for the first time. Jordan's which, never had a filet of fish. Yes, but he's now he's already had it because he'd sent this after going and trying it. He said, and it is A+. Plus. I eat McDonald's all the time, but never had it. I have been missing out. All right. Job done. Glad we helped you out with that. Now, in certain areas of the country, they don't have it here. They should have it here. I guess if you ask for it, they'd make it for you. But around Lent time, they do a double fillet of fish. Oh, sure, right. Two fish fillets, one bun. Yeah, I've never had that. I need to probably try that the next time it I comes. I prefer around. just a second sandwich because I feel like the ratio of fish to bread is off. Well, once you get it so perfect, if you add anything or detract anything, you it it, it ceases to be the thing you've grown to like. Yes. I agree with you on that. Uh, Scott said, "My guys." Have you tried Buffalo Wild Wings cheese curds dipped in caramel sauce? Life-changing. It tastes like a funnel cake. We were talking about dipping yep, uh, chicken into mint chocolate. That's a thing apparently in South Korea, I think you said, is where they were doing that? Yes. So then that prompted that tweet where he said, cheese curds dipped in caramel sauce. I've never tried that, but that I'd give it a shot. I do like both those things. Uh, Mike says, what would your spouses say are their pet peeves about you two jabrones? Oh, the show's not long enough yeah. for that. I, I, mean, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm short-tempered. Mm-hmm. I am like manic-depressive all the time. Right. Uh, here's the thing that, that she, whenever we have a, a disagreement, she's the type of person that needs it to end instantly. Okay, like I'll be upset and I just need I won't even be yelling. I just need a moment. Right. I need you to go away 
so I can just stew in in my mood. I don't need you to try and make it better. But she will come up to me and be like, can we be friends again? Can you love me again? I love you. Don't be mad at me. Blah, blah, blah. And then I will explode. Right. Because like, woman, we've been married for 15 years. Don't you realize what I need right now? It's not that. Just need a moment. Give me some time to stew. I know you want to get over it and, and be friends again. I'm not there. And she refuses to accept that I need a little bit of space. And somehow this has turned into a grievance, me to her. <laughs> I was just saying, mine is that I leave my socks sometimes on the floor, and she really gets annoyed with that. But actually, I think like our pet peeves in our house tend to be all related to me being wildly inconsistent on things where like I will get very frustrated. That's if, my pet peeve for you too. Yeah, where like I will say like I can't believe that you know this or that we've got to do this we've got to straighten all this stuff and she's like yeah but you left like nine things on the table yesterday so why are you mad that all the other other people in this house are doing that and i'm like well because i was busy she's like well we're all busy too and i'm like ah oh, that's that's fair so that that happens sometimes the other one is that i and this is just something that is like personality traits that are different between the two of us when we go on vacation i i vacation hardcore like I, but I view hardcore vac- like what, like a barbed wire bat. You start <laughs> That's right. Swinging in the air. I have Mick Foley come out and just tase me. No, we like I'm on vacation. We're in a beach town. 6 a.m. My body. I'm already awake. I'm up and I'm looking around going. No one's at the beach yet. We can get the best chairs. We can get there early. Oh, I'm the same we can, way. I don't. We can get in there and get going. I don't lounge around. And by like noon, we could have six hours of vacation, and then we could come back, chill out for a little bit, and then we got the whole afternoon to go out and check out the aquarium and go to a restaurant we'll never get to go to again, and let's go see this historic little place. And her idea of vacation is around 10 a.m. Perhaps we shall all wake and maybe see what we perchance we'll find for breakfast that would drive me and crazy. then by like noon or one o'clock it's like all right now because she's relaxing on vacation i i look at vacation as a chance to do like nine thousand things she looks at it as a chance to do absolutely nothing and so we always have to work that out whenever we go on vacation all right it's wild card wednesday send us your questions topics whatever you pick the show at man and bone nine seven one had a couple suggestions, Wildcard Wednesday, saying, you know, we picked the, the show and the, the questions. Can we pick two different hosts? <laughs> Maybe. That's, you never know. Maybe it's Teddy and Paul Keels for the rest of the show. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Big Ten Media Days continues today in Indy. Kevin Warren talked yesterday about more potential expansion. Of course, new reports just happened to surface. I'm sure they were working on these stories anyway, mm-hmm. right? But now the new reports say, this is from uh, Action Network. What the hell is the Action Network? Uh, isn't that a gambling thing, I want to say? Probably. I believe so, Ted. Yes. Okay. All right, anyway, uh, they say the expansion schools being considered by the Big Ten are Notre Dame. Ooh. Never heard that before. Never, never knew that was happening. Oregon. Never mm-hmm. heard that before. Right, never heard that. Washington, Stanford, Cal, Miami and Florida State. Uh, the source also said it could be two months to two years. Oh, that's for the expansion. Pretty, pretty wide variance. Right, good job. Uh, and there could be an odd number, and there are not any specific number of teams. Okay. All right. Well, I like that one. I wonder if that is something that's being done to also help with TV negotiations, maybe to throw that out there to say, you better get this sorted out now. Because if you wait, 
then maybe the deal doesn't get as sweet. Maybe it gets even better for the Big Ten and less good for these TV networks that have to pay even more money because now we've added all these teams in. Maybe that's the Big Ten's way of saying, if you wait around too long, this won't be all stitched up and closed by the time that all happens. We can add on to it later, but if you just wait until we get all that and we're going to start all over and we're going to want even more money, I don't know. I, I ultimately think I can't believe Notre Dame would not end up in the Big Ten. Not because Notre Dame is not stubborn. They are. But it makes no sense for them to avoid the amount of money you're going to make in the Big Ten. And I know you think, well, the SEC, though, that's the bigger, better conference. That's what a lot of people tell you in college football. That's the bigger, better conference as long as you live in like one of eight states. If you live anywhere else in the United States of America, then you probably care more about what the Big Ten's doing. Because outside of regional hillbilly land... I don't really care what Vanderbilt's doing on a given weekend. I'm going to care a lot more if it's, you know, the teams that are near Chicago, the teams that are near New York, teams that are near Philly, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Cleveland. And then, of course, now you got the West Coast. If you add in a couple of those schools, you might add in Florida schools. Like, this will be the national conference. Then you will have the South. That's the difference of going to the Big Ten. And I think Notre Dame would be stupid not to join. Here's a quote from an anonymous Big Ten coach. Now, this report doesn't say head coach, but I'm going to assume it is a head coach mm-hmm. at a Big Ten program. We know how this ends. 20 or more teams in the Big Ten, 20 or more teams in the SEC, one televised on Fox, one on ESPN, just like the NFL. Then you have your Big Ten SEC playoff for college's Super Bowl. Sounds about right to me. That is what a Big Ten coach sees happening. So. Well, and you know what? It'd be a lot easier to work out what a college football playoff looks like if you only have to deal with two conferences. Two super conferences could easily say, hey, we'll send our best four. That could be an eight-team playoff. We don't have to involve any of the other also-ran schools. You want to be in that playoff? Better join one of the super conferences. Ryan Day meeting with the media today. We played some audio from Ryan Day, top of the 4 o'clock hour. I have some different cuts that I'm going to give you right here. All right. Uh, here is Ryan Day talking about how guys are excited for the opener against Notre Dame. It's been real. I, I think our guys feel it. I think they feel the excitement. I think they feel the anticipation. I think they uh, they just feel the community rally around this team. But that, that first game being a night game is, uh, I mean, how else do you cut it? It's going to be electric. And our guys know that. So there's a little bit of urgency about them. And there's going to be this preseason. So uh, last year we started on the road at Minnesota. Uh, and that was a big uh, conference game on a road with a very inexperienced team. So uh, we had to play well in that game. Uh, that's similar this year. Now we're at home, a little bit more experienced team. But the plan's going to be the same. We got to play really good football in that first game. Um, you know, and I think when you when you look at our our season. We have to have competitive stamina. We have to play really good at the beginning of the year, and we got to play really good at the end of the year. And that's the challenge of being Ohio State. you got to win them all. And so competitive stamina is one of the things that we've been talking about as a team. There is a big difference to me between Ryan Day this offseason and Ryan Day last offseason. Last, last offseason, a lot of the talking points were, you know, we're getting there, we're young, we're inexperienced, we're getting better every single day, I think we can do it. I have not heard him say anything like that. This offseason. Now, maybe he's just trying to convince himself. Who the hell knows? But he's everything he says is, we're there, we know what we have to do, and we're working to do it. Yeah, I, I do feel like that's a good difference. I don't really, feel so do like, I, absolutely. I don't feel like that's something he's trying to talk himself into. I, I agree with you that that does feel very much better than what we had last year. I think part of that probably goes to the fact that this year he knows what he has at quarterback. Right? I mean... Yeah, you need to be able to run the football, which they can. You need to be able to 
have a defense that can stop people from running the football, which we hope they can. But last year, going into it this time of the year, we knew C.J. Stroud was going to be the guy. We just didn't know how good he would end up being. Now you've seen it. They led college football in points scored and total yardage, or yards per game and points per game, one of those two, something I said. They, they led in a lot of categories, top five in a lot of categories. He now knows, being the offensive guy that he is, that his offense is solid and set. Now it's about fine-tuning and tweaking. He knows he did everything he could to fix the defense. So, yeah, I'm sure there's sleepless nights ahead for him. He's probably already had some, thinking of all the different things that could go wrong and things he's got to deal with, right? But ultimately, he's looking at this team and saying, I feel a lot better with the offense this year than I did last year. Here's Ryan Day talking about leadership. We really did an extensive uh, you know, study on how we wanted to handle leadership this year. Um, we had two different uh, periods where we elected a, a leadership committee, and uh, those were you know, different positions, different uh, position groups, uh, different classes. Uh, they were voted on by the team. We went through the spring. Then we re-voted as we came back off of um, the break in May. And, uh, and we really intermingled the team. We tried to stay away from the position groups as much as we could. And I think that brought the team together a lot more. It also forced guys into leadership positions. <clears throat> I think the thing that was neat was that uh, the first round of leadership was not the same round in, in the summer. So some guys maybe you know took a step back. Some guys took a step up. And so uh, now as we head into the summer, we kind of have an idea who the captains are going to be because we've already gone through it once. And I think it's something that we're going to grab onto moving forward. And it's put guys in a situation to have a voice. And um, you know, I'm hoping that this pays off for us during the season. I think it's interesting that the bullwhip made the trip to Indianapolis. Well, yeah, it went to the Hoosier Dome, right? That's, yes. That's where it has to go. But it's it's always whenever Ryan Day does a press conference, there's always going to be that noise because that's just whatever happens when he does a press conference here, it follows him around. I When I hear him talk and I don't hear the bullwhip, I feel like something's missing. It is. It's disorienting. I agree with you on that. So I'm glad it's here. Common Man and T-Bone's The Rundown. The Rundown. T-Bone has a surefire way for you to make money. Listen. Maybe you think this is a stupid radio tease and we're not really going to create wealth and make you rich. I'm telling you. It's not a surefire way. T- Shut up. Okay. The surefire T-bone very unlikely is going to make you the richest person <laughs> on earth. This is real. It could happen. And he's going to tell you how. Coming up I, I next. I don't know if it's real. But because, sure. Shut up. Okay. All right. Fine. If everything you said happens... Yes, if everything happens... You're the richest person on earth. Yes. All right. This would be correct. The end. That's the tease. All right. That is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. I got a bunch of five-minute backups for you out there. You'll find some slowdowns on 670 Westbound between I-71 and Neal Avenue. More delays on 71 Northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. And Route 315 Southbound between West Broad Street and I-70. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Columbus, Ohio, Protect All Insurance has landed. Protect All Insurance is your one-stop shop for auto, home, and bundling to save you money. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Call 1-833-PROTECT. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. 
as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The only thing scarier than Bones analogies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. You know what I feel is an underrated food? What's that? A bacon and cheddar twice-baked potato. Oh, you know what's funny? You bring that up. Yes, you are right. It is entirely uh, undervalued, underrated. But we were out at the golf outing uh, last week, and Maddie Ice, Rothman, on the show together, breaking news. That's always fun. Get a parade Um, for that. We enjoy that. But they were on the show, and that came up, a twice-baked potato and Maddie was not aware of it. He had never heard not and did not know what it. a twice-baked potato was. And so then during the break, I'm explaining to him how you you put the potato in. Uh, I think do you bake it the first time or you boil it or whatever you do. But oh, you then bake it, then you like fluff it up. Well, and... you get all the, yes, you get all the potato out of it because now it's all softened. Right, and then you mix it up you with mix cheese that with and bacon. Sour cream, whatever you want to put in put there. Put it back in. And then bake it. And put cheese on top and bake it again. And yeah. it gets all... Mm. Crispy on the outside, creamy and gooey on the inside. You're right. Do uh, you have plans to make one of those anytime soon? Or no, are you just I'm thinking making, about I just, they were selling them on QVC. How are they? They were selling just a sack of potatoes? I no, twice-baked potatoes already done. Already done? But why would you? It's, ugh. Blech. What's the what, matter with you? Because then you got to, so it's it's not a twice bake. Because then you, it's a third baked potato. Because you have to well, bake have it to, again. You have to warm it up. Yes. Yeah, but, so it's the third time you got to bake it. So I, I think that's false advertising. I'm suing David. David in the kitchen. <laughs> Go. Get Judge Judy involved. This isn't a twice-baked potato. Yeah. It's a thrice, thrice-baked potato. And I'm sure QVC was like, here's four of them for $79. And you're like, yeah. Man, what's this QVC Woo! hatred Let's coming go. from today? Because every time I look up, they're like, yeah, it's not a bad price. And it's like a bag of popcorn, $92. And it's like, what? what it's Have you been to popcorn. the regular store? <laughs> Timmy said he bought a bag of Tostitos today for 10 bucks. Yeah, because he bought. Yeah, that's right. He bought the family size. Bought well, the big still ones. ten dollars. Yeah, it's that's a lot. That's a lot for a bag potato of chips. chips. I know. Or t- in that case, corn tortilla chips. By the way, uh, Joshua tweeted us. It is a wild card Wednesday. Hold on, I'm not ready. I'm sorry. He. We were talking about foods that if they switched or got rid of this food, you would riot. Like if it was a fast food place and they said no, no longer McDonald's, Big Macs, gone. You know, people would be in the streets mad. I didn't consider this, but I, I'm curious as to your take on it. He says if McDonald's switched from Coke to Pepsi, he would oh, that, be out. That would be the end of the world. Right. Because I hate Pepsi. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Pepsi. I don't dislike Pepsi. I Like, I go to Taco Bell. They have Pepsi. I get Pepsi there. I will drink Pepsi if it comes what they have. I also like Baja Blast, obviously, but that's a Pepsi product. I'm saying if McDonald's switched to Pepsi, I bet you it would be enough of a change that I would say, well, then why am I bothering? The combo's really good. Their burger, whatever burger you get, their french fries, and the Coke. That, to me, is the perfect combo. And I, I I, can tell you. To your point. Our family would not go. My wife would be, she'd be completely out if they did that. If you took, I know you're a Baja Blast guy, but if you took just regular Mountain Dew off of the Taco Bell menu. Yes, right. Any of the Mountain Dew flavor that they've offered, Baja or That would or be a regular, tragedy. Yeah, you can't do that. No way. How about a White Castle slider if the slider went away? I, You know what? I'd still go to White Castle because I rarely get the slider, actually. Oh, see, I love the slider. Actually, 
uh, Tyvis Powell was yelling about this yesterday mm-hmm. to me, where I walked out and we were switching. He was coming into the Buckeye show, and Tyvis said in his own way, "Do you eat White Castle?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yeah." And then he started screaming at me about how not enough people here eat White Castle. Right. And he's like, he was like, hi, I'm Tyvis Powell for White Castle. Yes. Well, he was wondering why people, more people don't eat White Castle. I, and do. I, said, I don't know. I eat it. I eat it. Yeah. I enjoy it. Although you, you don't get it with pickle, which to me is, I don't get it. Ridiculous. No, I usually go, honestly, the thing I like there the most is their chicken ring sandwich. I get that. Like I get that little piece of cheese on it. It's delicious. And then I will get their fries are good. Their mozzarella sticks are excellent. And then. This is the thing that White Castle has done to separate themselves from me. Not not from me, for me, from everybody else. They will say, do you like cheesecake? Cool. We're going to dip it in chocolate, put a stick on the end of it, and now we're going to serve that to you. Who else is doing that? You know, it's not real quality cheesecake. I don't care. I know, but that's what you and Lars would normally tell me about things. I mean, you're yelling about the twice-baked potatoes not being twice-baked. <laughs> Come on. No, I'm saying that's coming from QVC. It's freeze-dried, all that stuff. But Oh, yeah, as opposed to in the restaurant, they're probably they're making, making them fresh. fresh. They're not getting them frozen right. from someplace nope. else and heating them up. The guy who's making all those burgers yeah. at White Castle is also dip, dipping the cheesecake in the chocolate, in the, in the, ga- in the ganache. Yeah, right. It's ganache. How dare you? Uh, Urban's Lil Meyer also tweeted us and said, if Dairy Queen got rid of blizzards, I'm rioting. That is for me the case, but I'm curious for you because I know you love a peanut butter parfait. Oh, I do love peanut If you take parfait. a peanut butter parfait away at Dairy Queen or a blizzard, like if it's one or the other. Well, how deep in the weeds do you want to get? Because if Dairy Queen took vanilla soft serve away. Well, true enough. And then all I could get was like the, ch- I don't like the chocolate soft serve. I don't like it. No, I I will eat it. Sometimes I'll get a blizzard with chocolate soft serve if I'm really no, wanting I will, chocolate. I will not do that. I've done that with the Reese's peanut butter cup blizzard and mm, it's delicious. But I usually prefer vanilla. Can I tell you a little blizzard hack? Okay, if go you, ahead. If you love peanut butter like I love peanut butter. So get yourself a blizzard. Yeah. Get the peanut butter cup in there. Yeah. Get Reese's pieces if you if they have them. Pieces or peanut butter cup? No, both. Oh, get both. Get okay. both. I see. And then ask them to put peanut butter in it. Ooh. And they will take a scoop of peanut butter oh. and then mix it all in there. And you will play ring toss for four hours <laughs> in the backyard with your member. That's how good that is. Even the ladies will be doing Even that. the ladies, you'll just grow one. <laughs> Jurassic Park says life will find a way. You will find a way to have a hofty. Yeah, even if you have ma- uh, female parts. All right, though, but you've you've ducked the question expertly. What? There's only one option. If oh. it's Blizzard or Peanut Butter Parfait, you know one what? of those I goes would, away I forever. Would give up the Blizzard for the Peanut because Buster there's parfait. that combination of nuts and hot fudge well, what, and the vanilla. Oh my! What mix kind of together. nuts? What do they What do they have there? Spanish peanuts. That's right. Buy me Spanish. Matt Nagy says, "Buy me some Spanish peanuts." That's right. Where is it? Get out to the ball game. From Spain. He does not say peanuts. He know what he, he knew what he was saying. All right, tell people how they can become the richest person in the world. Yeah, so this I want to be very, very clear that this cannot and will not happen. What are you talking about? Okay. There is a, uh, all right. I'm just I don't telling know you're you ruining it's, this. It's not likely. You're, I don't want of someone course to it's not likely. Okay. All right. But it can happen. Okay. This is a bet. That was sourced by Nick Bromberg, who covers NASCAR for Yahoo. And he noted, because this weekend, 
the NASCAR series are they are all at uh, the Brickyard. I think right. I think all three series are there. Right. I, I don't know. You yeah, I'm looking. Me. I'm looking at D. Are you talking about the like trucks as well? The trucks are at IARP. Oh, okay. Trucks are trucks are at. Indiana Raceway or oh Indianapolis Raceway. And Arca uh, is at IRP. Just get to it. <laughs> the Indy cars are at that's the right. Brickyard. Yeah. Okay, here we go. With um, Xfinity. So you have Spencer Boyd is a truck series driver. If he wins the T Sport 200 at IRP, he is plus one hundred thousand to win that race. Not likely to win. This okay? is a parlay. You're this you're is a we're gonna do, it's only three leg parlay. To become the richest person in the world. All right, so the first one was Spencer who? Boyd, T Sport two hundred Truck Series plus one hundred thousand to win. You you're betting fifty dollars, by the way, to do this parlay. Right, fifty dollars. And then then uh, you would pick Bailey Curry to win the Xfinity Series race at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Pennzoil one fifty. He's uh, only plus two hundred fifty thousand to win. Then you would pick in the Cup Series, Verizon 200 at the Brickyard, Cody Ware to win that race. If all three of those things happened and you put $50 on it as a parlay, the payout is $250 billion. Not million dollars, billion with a B. Oh, yes. Billion with a Bezos is what you are. You are richer than the guy who founded Amazon and worked his ass off for 30 years or exploited workers for 30 years. Everyone look at that guy would then look to you and go, oh, man, I wish I had the money that guy did. What'd you do? I bet on three NASCAR races, Jeff. Now, I don't want to burst your bubble. In reality, that cannot happen because the casino does not have that amount of money to pay you. You don't think so? No, I don't think so either. But the good news is you'd own the casino. Well, I'll tell you what would happen. If you had that parlay, and let's say, I think the truck race would probably happen first. Let's say Spencer Boyd wins the truck race, right? They're calling you and saying, hey, uh, right now, here's here's like a hundred grand. Do you want to just throw the rest of this in the trash and forget about all that? If you say no, and then Bailey Curry wins the Brickyard Xfinity race, then they're going to call you and say, hi, um, would you like to have a percentage of the casino and then if you say no, I don't know what they do. They just, they, I don't know. They'll jump out the windows is what they do. They, I, I don't know how you, what do you do if that were to actually, again, there's no chance that would actually happen. If you bet on this, you will lose. None of those people are going to win any of those races. But if it happened, it's theoretically possible you could be the richest person in the world. A special Wednesday edition of Jason's Beef is up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some heavy backups on I-70 eastbound before Hamilton Road. This is an injury crash causing heavy delays. Please be very careful over here in the meantime. You'll also find some delays on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan on backups there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. He likes baseball. He likes solar eclipses. He likes Shohei Otani. But he loves roast beef sandwiches. It's time for Jason's Beef with everyone's favorite baseball writer, podcaster, author, and former mustache owner, Jason Stark. He is the Hall of Famer. Literally, Jason Stark on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Jason. What's happening, boys? How was Cooperstown? Uh, I love Cooperstown. Of course you do. You're in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I do go and visit that baseball writer's writer's wing, right, and look at my picture and my bio there and think, my comprehension of forever is not real good, but the idea that assuming this place is standing in like 500 years or 1,000 years, people will still be tracing through there looking at my mug. That's weird. you got a lot of faith in humanity, my friend. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We're hoping for like next week. If we can get through that, hopefully we'll all still be around. Uh, But I I have to say, though, do you when you find you're in there and you see your face on that plaque and you're like, wow, there I am. I get self-conscious. They make t-shirts for our show here. I get self-conscious of wearing one of those to like the grocery store because I feel like that would be weird. Do you look around to see if anyone's looking before you go check out your own plaque or or do you not care about that? Well, you know, uh, t for some reason, there's more uh, interest in like David Ortiz's plaque than mine. <laughs> you know, in fact, I'll tell you a story. You know, we waited till Monday to really go through the hall because it wasn't quite as crazy. And um, so we we go to check out that exhibit, because got to make sure I'm still there. They haven't changed their mind. And my wife says, hey, let's take a photo of you with what it looks like now, because, you know, it was different three years ago when I went in. And uh, so there was a, there it wasn't a lot, big crowd there, but was there was one guy standing right there, watched me pose for photos, and then he asked me a question. You know what the question was? Hmm. Where would I find Vin Scully's <laughs> plaque? <laughs> That's totally great. unimpressed by me being in there. So when Wade Boggs went into the hole, he made up some sort of agreement with that time the Tampa Bay Devil Rays saying, "Hey, if I go to the Hall of Fame, I'll wear a Devil Rays cap." And Cooperstown said, "No, you can't. We're not going to let you do that. You have to wear a Red Sox cap." Did Cooperstown say to you, "You <laughs> you must have a mustache?" Because for the majority of your writing career, you had a wonderful mustachio. <laughs> no, I don't believe there's a mustache edict. There should there be. There should have been. There, there is no mustache on my mustache. Mustaches are back, Jason. You should grow the mustache back. You know, I, I think I've mentioned to you before that <laughs> if we're putting this up for a vote, like you you would not get the vote. <laughs> I'm married to a person who would get first vote, and my daughters would get the next two votes. They're not in favor. Yeah, so, like, I can understand. This is, like, this is this is how I look. It's how I'm going to look. We're all stuck with it. <laughs> me more than you guys. <laughs> can't, you just, can't you just lie to me and say there's a possibility, even though there's not? <laughs> this is what I say to my wife all the time. Just Even if you know what it's going to be, just lie to me. That's all I want is a good lie. <laughs> well, anything's possible i can't predict the future but i don't i don't like your chances 
Anything else about Cooperstown you're interested in? <laughs> uh, I'm what's, sure what's the dirt? I mean, what's you know? I'm sure there's uh, gossip that goes on at Cooperstown. You guys are part of an exclusive club. So what's the gossip? <laughs> what's the gossip? Yeah, you know, you like I because I'm a, I'm, I, you know, I'm in there. I do get to hang out at the Otis Saga with pretty much anybody and everybody, and uh, like, but. Honestly, my favorite part of this was just reliving my memories through the prism of what my good friend Tim Kirchen was experiencing. You guys know Tim's just the best. And just to see so many people shower him with love for three days was so awesome. I feel like we live in a world where people disagree about everything except for one thing. And that thing is everyone loves Tim Kirchen. Man, you're really setting this up. I've never met Tim Kirkshen, but now I have such a high expectation for him, and I need him. You need, he needs to appear in your show. I can't believe you've never called. We him never talked to anybody but you, you and like one other person. This show That's why is, we, we don't talk to anyone. That's why you're so special. Wow. So the, the criteria are: uh, let, let, let's see, former mustache owner. Yes. Once did the show from the parking lot of an Arby's. That's yeah, I, I know you're in your baseball world, but do you know who Mike Florio is? <laughs> of course. Well, I don't know. Like, I, you, NBC, you, NBC. All right. Football. Inside. I just I don't want to assume that you know who he is. But anyway, we had an agreement with him where he was going to come on weekly and do a hit that lasted three weeks. We hated him so much. <laughs> we said we quit if you make us do this again. So that's that's what it that's what usually happens when we have a weekly guest. Somehow you have managed to come on for like, you know, six straight years, whatever it's been now, and we haven't gotten sick of you yet. That's an achievement. I don't care that you're in Cooperstown. That's you being on this show for six years, that's Cooperstown. Wow, you're right. This this is like winning a Pulitzer, right? Yeah, it's appearing on your show for six years. It's close. It's pretty close. Jason's beef with our guy, Jason Stark, <laughs> right here on the fan. Maybe like a close second, Jason. I think it is. Um, so let's talk about a guy that we know you like, Shohei Otani. Uh, this has been not the Angels' season that they wanted. They have now lost, what is it, like 39 of their past 52 games or something like that. Fourth worst record in the American League. Rumors flying that Otani is on the trade block. Do you think that happens, and how heartbroken will you be, or will you be elated to see he him possibly care. go somewhere else? He's not retiring. <laughs> we are really playing the hits today. We've been through Arby's and mustaches, and now Otani. We're going to do the whole open. I don't know what's That's next. That's right. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right well, I, he, he's not going to get traded now, and there are a few reasons for that. One is, like, the Angels, as bad as they've been, they are not in what I would call fire sale mode. I mean, they're going to they're going to sell Noah Syndergaard and we'll make some deals, but in terms of Otani, I, I I think it's it's not very likely they'll be able to sign him in the next year and change to keep him from leaving as a free agent after next season after twenty three, but they don't want to trade him now because he hadn't forced their hand like Juan Soto has with the Nationals and. It you know their mission statement doesn't really change because whether they keep him until he walks in a year or they trade him this winter, their goal is get Mike trapped to the playoffs, and so I think their options are they 
keep him and try to win with him next year, and then he does what he does. Or over this winter, they try to trade him for three, four, five big league players and try to win with those guys around Trout. But that kind of deal is not possible to make at the deadline. Uh, Who's going to trade three or four players off their big league roster when they're trying to win? It just never happens. Well, speaking of that, so you brought up Juan Soto. He turns down $440 million from the Nationals. Do you think he gets dealt before the deadline, or do you think that's an offseason play, too? I, I spent a lot of time asking about this, and I think teams are split, leaning now more toward keep him than trade him. Um, you know, they, they want so much and it, it's hard to get what they're asking and have a deal that huge come together this fast, but they've got, they've got the big teams, you know, they've got the Dodgers and they've got the Yankees, they've got the Cardinals and they've got the Padres and all those teams are different. I'd say the Padres are really aggressive. The Dodgers are really curious. Uh, the Yankees are still trying to decide how all in they are. The Cardinals match up great with them, um, but they have other needs. So, you know, they're going to need everything to line up for it to happen here in the next five days. I'm probably a little more skeptical than optimistic, but it's given them, it's given us all something to talk about because it was going to really be a crummy deadline otherwise. Jason, as always, we appreciate it, my friend. We will talk to you next Monday. Thank you. Okay, I won't have a mustache then either. <laughs> I don't know why you just can't lie to me. That's all I want. I just want <laughs> blind faith and hope. That's hey, right. Wait, is that what Mike Florio did? No. <laughs> <laughs> lie to me? Yes. No. Yes. We wish he would have. We wish would have made so much sense. Would have worked so much better. Go call Mike Florio now. Bye-bye. Jason Stark, Jason's Beef, on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. I didn't assume he knew who Mike Florio was. I understand. He doesn't need to. He doesn't have to look at Mike Florio in the Hall of Fame? No. All right. That's what I mean. Jason's a much bigger deal than Mike Florio, in my opinion. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident. Still blocking the two left lanes of I-70 eastbound before Hamilton Road. Traffic is bumper to bumper from James Road in this area. This is an injury crash with emergency crews on scene. Please be very careful over here. Plan on some heavy backups. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. It's Fresh Time Market summer vitamins and body care sale. Save 30% on over 5,000 wellness products from nutrition boosting supplements to hydrating skin care. Now through August 2nd. Get real. Help me an array with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, Bone Man. Happy Media Day Wednesday. What a day. Timmy is pulling off 
the plain white T-shirt today. You're damn right. I thought I told him it looked good. Wait a minute. That's what minute. I just said. I said he's let's, pulling it off. Let's pull the medallion. Yep, you had the medallion out. There we go. That's very nice. You How's look that? like me cooking sauce yeah. in the house. <laughs> I do. I look, look at you. Super Italian, right? It was that time that uh, I tried to go to school, dressed like John Stamos, wore a white V-neck T-shirt, mm. leopard print vest over the V-neck T-shirt. Sure. And I said, well, Stamos can pull this off. Why can't I? You put, you put out one of those photos of you and one of your buddies when you were in your young 20s. Pretty dreamy guy, must say. That's good. I though. don't know where that came from. But well, you're talking, you're, you're you're talking right. about your... Saying you were doing you're all right. talking about fine, your John Stamos. Out, that's where it came from. But there are attractive people that still can't pull off certain looks, though, is what I'm saying. Well, you couldn't pull that one off, but you could maybe no. pull it off. You were pulling off something. Tim said you were pulling I guess, off something, I, right? I pulled I off th- something for I Tim. You, I think you were pulling it off when you were younger. You can't now. And I do remember a few years ago, you did try to wear a white V-neck in here. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> See, you may, as right. well, you may I, as well have taken my Avril Lavigne jeans, <laughs> paired it with your white V-neck, and just had a big old party. But I feel like that's the... I wasn't going for the young look. I was going for the old old man it didn't look. Because that's how I look in the house. No. I just, that's what I wear in the house. Yeah. Yeah, well, it didn't work for you either way. But I like, though, Timmy, you're gassing him up a little bit with the that you looked good back in the day. That's that's helpful. More friends should be able to do that, I think. That's very nice yeah, of you but, to do that. Yeah, but what he's I've, essentially saying is you look terrible now, which that's not I, know, what I'm saying. I know I do. No, I just don't need to be older. reminded of it. We <laughs> all don't look the way we looked when we were in our young 20s. We're just trying to hang on best yeah. as we can. Well, hang on, or in my case, just get it gave back. Up, gave up completely yeah. back many years ago. <laughs> well, no, you're getting, you're, you're no, going but the I'm other not, way now. But I'm not trying to, that's just for me. Like, that's just to be healthier. I'm not trying to, like, regain something where suddenly it's like, oh, you're hey. You're saying that I got now, a medium I'm going to wear in you'll here. you lose even more weight, and all of a sudden you'll have hair plugs and a penis pump. <laughs> <laughs> Swedish maid? I actually got it the reverse way. I got hair pump and penis plugs. That's what I went with. So I a reducer. That, I don't. Yeah. You wouldn't even know what those are unless you yeah. go to the store. They've got them both. All right. What's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Coming up tonight, uh, we'll of course hear from the Beard Ryan Day at Big Ten Media Days. Jackson Smith and Jigba, C.J. Stroud and Ronnie Hickman giving thoughts. We had some boots on the ground there with Dave Holmes from Ten TV. And we're going to talk about Ohio State's X-Factors for this season. Buckeye Show, two big hours coming up next. Back page, hit it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, the uh, heat has moved to the Pacific Northwest. They are experiencing soaring temperatures in parts of Oregon and Washington State. Temperatures in Portland forecast to potentially top 100 degrees, which oh. is highly unusual there. Uh, as high as 110 degrees in eastern Oregon and Washington. What? Uh, highs in the 90s, high 90s in Seattle. Mayors of both towns, you know, advising people, make sure you stay safe. Try to, you know, stay indoors as much as you can. Uh, but they are also talking about how there are extreme heat emergency declarations in place. So uh, everyone needs to be careful. Great time to go careful. visit. Yeah, right. I'm looking forward to going in the middle of a heat wave. It should be fun. That'll be uh, over by the time you get out there. Yeah, probably. No, I am looking Hotter. forward to going. It'll be a lot of fun. Hot August, baby. Yeah, that's Hotter. right. Uh, so this is something that you just keep seeing names of golfers that I recognize, and I'm not a huge golf fan, going to live golf. The latest is Bubba Watson. Two-time Masters champion is reportedly set to join up with the Live Tour 
And it is reported that he's going to play in Boston for the tour in September. So that is now, in case you're wondering, Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Koepka, Sergio Garcia, among others who are former major champions who are taking that cache. Uh, Bubba Watson would be there as well. But Bubba Watson, is he... I don't follow it as much to like. I don't recall hearing his name up in the top of the leaderboard a lot here recently. No, right? He's no. not been that guy. No, he's kind of dropped off. Even when he was, even when he won his two Masters, which you can't take Masters away from anybody, but he kind of came up from out of nowhere to win those two majors. He hasn't really contended for any other major championships in his career. He's maybe had some top t- top tens here and there, but really competed and was there in the final pairing to win. No, so uh, hey, bye bye, Bubba. Would there be, nice. Let me ask you, Tim. Would there be any number of golfers or any specific group of golfers? The whole sport would have to go there, man. Whole sport. The whole sport would have to shift and go there. Okay. It have to, the PGA Tour would have to die, and it basically is the Corn Fairy Tour now. Mm, there would be see. no reason to watch it because it's just a developmental tour. Every top 50, top 100 golfer would have to go to live. The whole sport would have to go that way. All right. For well, me. Challenge issued. We'll see if Liv can uh, live up to the challenge that you've put out there, I guess. Is Barkley going? He's been. He put, he's an, ultimate, it. He he put an ultimatum out there. He said right? he basically wants the number. What's TNT and, saying? That would be would a they shame. drop him if Look, he I'm, went? I'm not a. I'm sure they would. I am not a basketball guy. I don't watch the NBA. But when those guys are sitting at the desk and I'm flipping around, I'm watching. It would be a shame. Because if they're that. entertaining. And if that goes away. Look, people are like, oh, it's money, money. We, people are forgetting. These people already have money. Yeah. They already have millions right. of dollars. We're not going up to the guy on the street saying, hey, you want a million dollars? And of course, he'll do whatever the hell you say. These guys are already rich beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah, Charles Barkley does not need to take their money, but he's apparently he willing gambles to. gambles most money than any of us will ever make. That's right. All right, Buckeye shows up next. 11 Warriors Radio Hour at 8. And then what's at 9 tonight, Timmy? Oh, a little thing called You'll See. Where's my ding? There you go. I'm going to hijack the show until I get my ding. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on I-70 eastbound before Helmington Road. It is blocking the two left lanes. Drive goes bumper to bumper in this area. This is an injury crash leaving only the right lane open. Police and ODOT crews on scene. Please be careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Hunting for- the podcast is brought to you by our friends care heating and cooling i end every commercial the same way telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust it's not just a slogan it's the care creed with arms wide open the way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you the customer at the end of every interaction with care care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald, bald, bald. Here's man and bone. 
I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost twenty years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like. You're, I I too shave like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt I think on you it. Should. Like no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I mean, clan member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. Now there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine want, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. right I now don't, <laughs> i don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 